News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. In Florida, the emphasis is on preparation. In this calm before the storm, Hurricane Ian expected to hit the state at midweek, possibly coming ashore as a major hurricane after drawing strength from the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico. You know, it gets crazy out there when a hurricane comes and there's a threat. So, you know, you don't want to be waiting to the last minute to get your supplies because the stores may run out. We've seen this a lot, and I've lived here a, a fair amount of time, so I've, I've witnessed this and experienced this a lot. The National Hurricane Center's John Cangelosi says Ian currently is bearing down on Cuba. Two deaths are blamed on the storm that caused widespread devastation across the Canadian maritime provinces over the weekend. The remnants of Tropical Storm Fiona destroyed more than a dozen homes along coastal Newfoundland. The storm left hundreds of thousands without power. Canada's military being called in to help with recovery. This is an all-hands-on-deck effort, and I know that our Canadian armed forces will rise to the challenge, as they always do. Canadian Defence Minister Anita Anand talking with Canada's CTV network. Near final results show that a far-right party, the Brothers of Italy, is sweeping Italy's national elections. The victory looks set to deliver the first far-right-led government since World War II and make its leader, Giorgia Meloni, the first woman to become Italy's premier. Correspondent Charles Della Desma. The death toll is 13 from a school shooting in central Russia. More than 20 people wounded in the attack. Police say the gunman subsequently took his own life and there's no information on a motive. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is down 66 points. The Nasdaq trading 89 points higher. And the S&P is up 5. More on these stories, townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com. Code 3388. Enjoy. The British pound has touched a record low against the U.S. dollar. Markets reacting to the U.K.'s biggest tax cuts in 50 years. The pound has stemmed a lot of its losses, so although it hit an all-time low against the dollar overnight in Asia, it's bounced back a little bit this morning. It's still down on where it was on Friday, hovering around the $1.07 mark. But... Compared to what that was just over a year ago, when it was much higher, about 20% higher, that's a significant devaluation. The BBC's Andy Verity. At least seven people dead after a fire broke out today in the basement of a South Korean shopping mall. Firefighters continue the search for survivors after putting out the blaze. Officials say it's not immediately clear if there are people still missing. Parts of the building remain obscured by very heavy smoke. The fire broke out at around 7.45 in the morning, local time. News and analysis at townhall.com.
Afghanistan's safe house, where al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawari was tracked down and killed. Shortly after al-Zawari's death, White House officials released a photo showing President Biden talking to CIA Director William Burns with a closed wooden box on the table in front of them. Now the contents of that box, a model depicting a white-walled home with at least five stories and three partially obscured balconies, are on display at the CIA Museum inside the agency's Langley, Virginia headquarters. The museum is closed to the public and access is generally limited to the agency's employees and guests. The CIA allowed journalists to tour the museum, newly refurbished in time for the agency's 75th anniversary. Bernie Bennett reporting. Amazon plans a second Prime Day-style shopping event next month. Amazon, the latest major retailer to offer holiday deals earlier this year, a bid to entice cautious consumers. More on these stories, townhall.com. Mixture of sun and clouds today, chance for afternoon spot showers, maybe a brief thunderstorm. Uh, they'll be very isolated in nature. Temperatures today in the low 70s. Tonight, a chance for a spot shower early, then partly cloudy skies, overnight low 53. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant, highs in the low 70s. And then Wednesday, mostly sunny, chance for a spot shower. It'll be breezy with highs in the mid-60s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney. 64 in Norwich, 66 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. An elderly man's died after driving his car into the water at a marina in Old Saybrook. This incident happened Saturday night at the Saybrook Point Inn. Bystanders and staff from a wedding being held at the facility jumped in the water, pulled the 76-year-old man from the submerged vehicle, but he later died at the hospital. The driver's name not released. Police trying to determine what caused the vehicle to enter the water. Controversial Internet host Alex Jones expected back on the stand this week as a jury considers damages he will owe for calling the Sandy Hook massacre a hoax. The proceedings going on in Waterbury Superior Court. Jones being recalled to the stand as part of the defense case this week. Testimony expected to resume tomorrow. Partly sunny, breezy, 73. Can't rule out a spot shower this afternoon. We're at 64 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Morning, everybody. Hope you had test, a good test, weekend. Test, 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 And we are uh, going to start off the week, as you heard uh, from Marty earlier today. Our guest is Senator Kathy Austin. And good morning to you, Kathy. We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. And uh, how are you doing uh, during these tumultuous times? <laughs> oh, you know, one foot in front of the other. Yeah, of course. Of course, we're uh, all trying to stay afloat. Got my mics are all set here. So we uh, we want to let the listeners call and ask you some questions and uh, 889-5252. But first, I want to talk to you about something that's been the uh, top story from the listeners and get your opinion on it, and that is the, uh, it appears they're going to have the roundabout. And I'm sure you've heard a lot about <laughs> that, and um, it's predominantly been on our show, and I wanted to get your take on it. Uh, so actually, I, I have heard a lot about it. Um, uh, not as much when I'm knocking on the doors, but uh, just in the newspapers and the radio shows. But as you're well aware, this started back in 2015, um, I've met a half a dozen times with the uh, Department of Transportation to try to get them to 
uh, eliminate some of the roundabouts. Uh, I think six is too many, and I've said that since they first uh, brought this idea out back in 2015. Um, I've talked to some of the business owners um, who have um, concerns about it, and I've talked to residents, some who like the idea and some uh, who are opposed to the idea. Uh, uh, I'm actually uh, would like to see them uh, not have six roundabouts in a mile in uh, a, a mile and a quarter, a little bit more than that. Uh, I think it's too many, uh, and I think that it uh, would jam up traffic more than it would um, ameliorate some of the traffic. Uh, I like the boulevard idea uh, where uh, you don't have people that can turn uh, through traffic, which would eliminate some of the concerns uh, and maybe two or three of the roundabouts instead of um, uh, instead of six. So uh, I've thought about it quite a bit, and the administration in Norwich has asked me to set up another meeting uh, with mm -hmm. the Department of Transportation, which I will be doing. Uh, sometime ho over the next uh, few weeks. Some people think it's a done deal, and certainly we hate people to lose their businesses along that stretch, but do you think with uh, enough legislators getting involved that we can maybe make some changes or inroads on that? I think that we can. Uh, 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 it isn't a done deal. The final design is not yet in, uh, so there is always an opportunity to uh, make some changes here. Uh, and I don't think it's just um, uh, legislators that can change the Department of Transportation. 80% uh, of the project is being paid for by the federal government, 20% by the state. Uh, and um, I do think that it's uh, residents' concerns uh, that uh, will make changes, too. It's, n it's not a done deal yet at all. So what are some of the, uh, the goals, um, Kathy? Uh if you are elected again, that would be your sixth term, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Some of the things you're working on. Uh, so I've long worked on uh, mental health issues. Uh, we were able to do a lot uh, relative to children's mental health. Um, and uh, I think we need to do more with young adults and senior uh, mental health issues. Um, uh, we don't have enough services uh, to provide people with the resources, in particular those that have chronic mental illness. Uh, I've done some work um, uh, and uh, have a study coming out this year that will be very comprehensive on the number of people that are chronically mentally ill that are incarcerated. Uh, the uh, back of the envelope numbers that came out show that 80% of uh, female inmates are chronically mentally ill and 28% of male inmates are chronically mentally ill, uh, which uh, kind of backs up what I've said for many years, uh, that um, when we closed our state hospitals, we didn't have enough services uh, or supportive housing for people who were previously housed in our state hospitals. And since that time frame, the number of people that are chronically mentally ill has uh, considerably ri risen in our prison systems for lack of any place for people to get uh, real service. Uh, and then um, for a number of years, although the last three years, we've uh, raised the dollars going to 
um, uh, mental health, like Reliance Health and some of the other organizations, were not yet there. Uh, but uh, when we moved everything over to the nonprofit world through the Department of Developmental Services and the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services, um, we didn't provide the resources, and they get all their money from state government. Uh, and um, uh, Dave Burnett said to me one day, he's, not, uh, he's retired now, but he said to me uh, one day, uh, director of Reliance, longtime director of Reliance Health, before it was Reliance Health, and he said, you know, I spent a, m a lot of years doing uh, uh, more with less and more with less and more with less, and now I'm doing less with less, and my workers are all on... Uh, state assistance for health care. They get food stamps and they get he uh, uh, heating oil. Uh, so uh, we needed to change the dynamic there. And uh, myself, along with my uh, co-chairman in appropriations, have been working on that a lot. Uh, that work is not yet complete and needs to be completed. There are some things I wanted to ask you about the uh, the crime in this country, which uh, seems to be increasing. But what was the percentage of women you said that are have mental problems in the in the eighty percent eighty percent. I just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. No, you heard me right, eighty percent. And I think the number of male inmates is higher than that. Uh, that was a self disclosure. That's how the Department of Corrections uh, currently identifies people with um, uh, uh, mental health issues. But this is chronic mental health issues: uh, depression, uh, schizophrenia, uh, um, uh, psychosis, a number of other. Uh, already identified um, mental health conditions um, and uh, it is uh, uh, it is not the it, the prison system is not designed uh, to handle mental health issues it is not their role um, and that is something that um, I think we need to really address so why don't we have more facilities to you know why did, I know that we lost one in uh, in Norwich of course and uh Something that seems so important, particularly these days, it seems uh, very, very, very important. So um, both uh, Norwich State Hospital and Fairfield Hills were the two psychiatric institutions in uh, Connecticut. And um, they both closed down as a result of a federal uh, issue that happened back in the late 80s, early 90s. They closed across the country. Um, and uh, many people thought that uh, the psychiatric institutions, uh, and, and in some cases truthful, uh, that people were being abused in some psychiatric institutions across the country. And so they closed them down and said that they would uh, uh, institute supportive housing uh, on a group home basis um, or uh, individual person basis uh, and provide wraparound services for people. It was a fantastic program in uh, New York City called the Nathaniel Project. And um, that uh, had uh, drop-down units that started out with a, a hospital-like uh, uh, situation, dropped down to dorm-like, and then dropped down to efficiency apartments for people that were chronically mentally ill and provided them with a nurse uh, that was uh, proficient in uh, in uh, taking care of people with uh, psychiatric issues to make sure they weren't decompensating or their medication wasn't working. Someone that was a social worker that would uh, help them uh, relative to uh, employment and, and treatment. Uh, someone uh, who, uh, if they got involved with the criminal justice system, uh, that was able to navigate that system with them to make sure that 
uh, that uh, they were going in the right direction. So um, it is a long-term policy of this country. Um, I don't, I don't, th you know, I don't think that uh, we have ever um, done enough for supportive housing if we're not going to have psychiatric institutions. Um, but I talked with, I, I drove out to the Garner Institute, which is a, a prison in Newtown, and it is to house male inmates who are chronically mentally ill. And uh, they said uh, more than, uh, they have more chronically mentally ill male inmates at Garner Institu uh, the Garner Institution than they do at CVH uh, and Whiting combined. Um, so it's clear to me that we have uh, turned our prison system into, a de uh, in many cases, a de facto uh, mental health facility without providing the staff that work there with the uh, ability and knowledge to deal with the situation. Bringing up crime a little bit with you because it's one of our one of our top topics on the program, yep. and uh, your thoughts about um, releasing prisoners, or sometimes they don't even get any time for some serious crimes, like the New York and California, and uh, they have this no bond thing, uh, which makes absolutely no sense. And then, of course, many who are in jail for violent crimes are getting out way too early, consequently committing more crimes. To me, it seems like a disaster. What do you, what's your opinion on that? So you know I worked in the Department of Corrections for many years, yes. 21 years. And when I first started working in there um, in 1989, um, uh, the uh, population was released after serving 10% of their time back in the 1980s. Uh, that's all they did, whether it was violent crime or not, 10% of their time. In Connecticut, uh, we changed that. Uh, in Connecticut, um, uh, someone who is sentenced for greater than two years has to do 80% of their time. If they're sentenced to less than two years, they have to do 50% of their time. A clear improvement over the 10% of the time that was done back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, that, um, and, and so Connecticut has uh, long, uh, unbeknownst to many people, uh, made sure that they were incarcerating people for far longer uh, uh, than um, other states uh, around us. Uh, we still have a bail system um, that uh, is actually being looked at uh, uh, not to do uh, no bonds, but um, I had a constituent here in Norwich whose home was entered by bail bondsmen uh, because they thought someone lived there who did not live there. And uh, she was asleep in her bedroom and they walked into her bedroom, entered her house without any, um, anybody, uh, any, any authority, not like a, a policeman have to have a, a, an authority, have to have a warrant, have to have, they just entered it based on this agreement they had with the person who was uh, uh, out on a bond using her address uh, as a place where he was staying and he was not staying there. So they had not even checked into that. It terrified her completely. So we are looking at um, uh, to make sure that bail bondsmen, and we actually have a task force right now that will hopefully 
uh, report back to us in January so we can make some changes. And we have, instead of just having a task force that is looking at it without understanding the whole system, um, I asked uh, Chief Daly if he would be a part of it, and um, he has been appointed to be a part of this task force. So do we have bail bondsmen on it so we can get everybody's side to the story? Because what's going on in other in other cities is, um, to me, just repulsive, and uh, I don't understand it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you have an idea, what, but it uh, doesn't make any sense. No. We're not protecting the victims. Correct. Yeah. So, Kathy, you cover uh, quite a quite a big area with the 19th Senatorial District. Tell us about the uh, towns you cover. Uh, so I cover the towns of Marlboro, Hebron, Lebanon, Columbia, Sprague, Franklin, Norwich, Lisbon, Ledger, and a piece of Montville. Um, I go all the way up to uh, uh, the uh, Corrigan uh, Institution. And within the confines of my district is also the two so federally so uh, uh, Native American tribes. That, uh, of course, they're sovereign nations, So, uh, but I, I do a lot of work with them also. Uh, my my district is very diverse. Um, I've done a lot of work with uh, every single community, uh, working on things like uh, Franklin uh, has a sewer line uh, in its industrial section of the town as a result of um, a grant that I got them that they had asked for. Uh, they just got another grant that I had helped them get uh, to extend that um, up Route 32 in the industrial section of that. Uh, I was able to secure and help out uh, RAM. Uh, it's a regional high school in the Marlboro-Hebron area uh, to uh, take over the role of being um, a shelter, speaking of the storms that uh, everybody's been listening to today. So they'll have a regional shelter should uh, we be without power. As you know, it happens often in um, in our part of the state. Uh, Norwich, I've done a lot of work with Norwich. I've increased the amount of state dollars they get for education. Uh, now, uh, the last couple of years, they've had a surplus. Uh, they needed to get stabilized. On, uh, They were not receiving what they should have been receiving, uh, quite frankly, and I was able to um, uh, uh, increase their dollar amount, also increasing the dollar amounts that uh, Norwich receives from the uh, uh, Mashantucket-Mohegan Fund uh, that um, has the lottery dollars in it that uh, the state a portion of the lottery dollars and I have a, some work I'm doing on that to increase even more across the state of Connecticut so that um, uh, the, the, um, that each town is getting uh, what they used to get when the fund was first uh, instituted um, to the towns, it'll help out with property taxes uh, because if they were getting the correct amount of money from the state, that would help out. It also increase the amount of uh, payment in lieu of taxes, often referred to as pilot, uh, in uh, the Norwich area. Um, I, I could talk on every single town that mm -hmm. has a different issue. Right now, I'm working on a small little neighborhood in. Lebanon that needs a new water system, and I'm trying to get them a grant of $1.3 million. Let's go to our switchboard and have the listeners uh, ask you some questions on this segment. Welcome to the program. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hey, I had a question. Uh, someone called up last week about the same thing. Can you tell me exactly why 
the grass is not being cut along the state roads and the highway. I, I mean, I, dr- I drive once a week from uh, the Stonington area to Greenwich. I drove once this last week up to the airport. And is there a reason why the grass isn't being cut anymore? Okay, we'll have Kathy respond to that. Thank you. It's actually a question I get often. Really? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, And um, uh, a number of the pieces of equipment uh, have been uh, of the roadside mowers. Roadside mowers are one of those pieces of equipment that it takes a lot of wear and tear. Uh, and in talking with the Department of Transportation, I have a outline of when we're going to get fully staffed over the next two years on the equipment. Some of it is coming in this October, a little bit late uh, for the equipment, but a lot of the equipment was older and was had not been being replaced and, and is in process of being replaced. Let me ask you, you have a question for Kathy. Yes, I do. Um, you, you were talking about Route 82 before. Um, I was just wondering, part of the problem uh, with Route 82, and some of the t- um, councilmen um, voted, I think, yes, because of it, is the old piping under the road that is very, very old and needs replacing. Now, we, the taxpayers, pay an awful lot of taxes around here as it is. And I was wondering, seeing as you got get grants for uh, Franklin and places like that for new piping, can you get a grant for us to put... Uh, uh, piping under the road? Thanks for the question. Thank you. So um, uh, that's exactly why um, the administration in Norwich has asked me to set up another meeting with the Department of Transportation so we can work on uh, what Norwich feels it needs uh, to uh, uh, fix the the road itself does need work uh, and to fix the piping um, underneath the road. And so we're going to look at all of the costs uh, globally and figure out what we can get the uh, federal government and the state to help support. Let's take this call before the break. Welcome. You're on the air. Your question for Kathy. Yes. Am I on? You're on, yes. Uh, so I have a question uh, regarding Route 82. Uh, I would like to know how did Connecticut uh, pick Norwich out of 169 towns as being the guinea pigs for this? And regarding the car accidents in that mile and a half for six roundabouts, there was only 100 accidents on that uh, stretch in 52 weeks. That's less than two accidents a week. I don't call that crash alley. I investigated accidents for 26 years on that road. And I think it's up to you. Most business owners and taxpayers in this city do not want those roundabouts. And I think it's up to you, being a representative, to tell a state, that we don't want them. All right, thank okay? you. And, and it, that's it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You can see how about that topic is, of course. Yep. You, you knew it, yeah. Yep. I, I've talked to I, I, Ed. Every time I run for office, I do door knocking, and I've been uh, door knocking all around um, the West Main area. Uh, and um, I, I've actually talked to people that want to see some roundabouts, not six. And there are some people uh, that don't want to see any. And so I think that, uh, you know, uh, we need to have that additional meeting uh, with um, uh, with the administration of Norwich with the Department of Transportation. I'm going to take a little break, and you will be back with Senator Kathy Austin uh, with us uh, for your questions, and mine will be right back.
Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street. In Norwich. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Fox News commentary. AOC said something moronic again, and while it's not surprising, I'll tell you all about it. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. AOC is not known for saying insightful things, but her latest comments about families, children, and what is to blame for declining birth rates was a real doozy. She blames the, quote, burdens of capitalism as the reason Americans are not having enough children, and she feels the solution is to bring in more immigrants. Because apparently no one told the New York Congresswoman we've already allowed the population equivalent of Ireland through our southern border since Biden took office, but I guess that's not enough. And I'm not sure which part of her analysis is more insulting, that she blames capitalism, a system that allowed her, a former bartender, to be on the cover of magazines in designer clothes, or that that she thinks bringing in more foreigners to burden our communities is what we need. The woman does not think before she speaks. She's the congressional equivalent of TikTokers who cook chicken and NyQuil for laughs. And I wish her constituents could see that and vote differently, but sadly, her district is bluer than a Smurf and not going to change. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Chiro Scanning transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel negative slides, and so much more. Join Stu and Charter Oak Scanning at the radio station, 40 Kuprak Road, on Tuesday, September 27th, from 10 a.m. to noon. Bring your media, they'll take care of the rest. Yeah, some people have Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron, and countrycarpenters.com. All right, let's see if we can get a couple of calls in here. Welcome to the program. What's your question for Kathy Austin? Senator? Good morning. She's here. You freely gave $1.5 million out of Connecticut taxpayer treasury to people calling themselves Eastern Pequots, who are an unrecognized tribe. But when the Republicans asked about more funding for heating assistance for Connecticut residents in the day paper, you said it was illegal and moot. Is that your Why? Question? All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, sure. Um, actually, the Eastern Pequots um, and the Golden Hill Bogussets and the Scaticotes are recognized tribes in the state of Connecticut. And the state of Connecticut has a state law that says that they are required uh, to uh, maintain their reservations. Uh, relative to LIHEAP, I'm glad you asked that question uh, because um, 
uh, LIHEAP is funded at, uh, its general fund is funded, it's a federally run program, all paid for by federal dollars. And it uh, doesn't start until November 1st uh, and has uh, its funding, its general fund funding is uh, exactly the same as it was last year within a couple million dollars. It's ARPA dollars, the uh, American Rescue Plan dollars from the federal government, not in the ARPA dollars that the state of Connecticut got. Uh, is uh, had an additional um, amount of about $150 million that was spread out over two years. Uh, $60 million was put in one year, $90 million was put in the second year. Uh, we have uh, asked the federal government to, again, uh, increase uh, the amount that they have for LIHEAP. Uh, I just got a letter the other day from Congressman Courtney uh, and we being um, Representative Walker and I and the other chairs of the two committees uh, that um, uh, uh, handled the meeting. It was a block grant meeting and uh, we cannot, in the block grant meeting, we don't have the authority to spend more money than is within the confines of that block grant. Uh, that can only be handled uh, by a special session called uh, by the governor or called by the um, uh, legislature. Uh, and uh, that is not um, part of my, re uh, not uh, the, an individual legislator cannot call a special session. W.I.C.H., you have a question for Kathy Austin. Am I here? Yeah, go right ahead, Okay, sir. thanks. Hi, Kathy. It's Kevin. Hi. Always a delight to get to talk to you. Um, Kathy, we have a huge problem across the country and around our state, which I know you're more than aware of, and that's called fentanyl. And I'd like to know, from your perspective, where do we stand and how are we going to get a leg up on this? I'm concerned about colorful candies now that apparently are laced with fentanyl and people are getting ready for Halloween and the holidays. Could you share some of your information on that with us? Thank you, sir. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, so fentanyl is um, uh, one of the uh, worst products that are out there that are targeting uh, children, uh, teenagers, and uh, young adults, and other people. Uh, it is uh, a, a, a product that we uh, have to continue to um, work to eliminate um, and I think that uh, uh, the regulated uh, industry needs to um, take over on this particular issue. Now we have, uh, we put an additional uh, 80 some million dollars into the budget uh, for substance use disorder to start to increase services uh, and to uh, uh, start paying attention to what's going on with uh, children relative to uh, drug use and make sure that uh, we were putting out uh, information on fentanyl. Uh, it, is, uh, an, it, it is absolutely horrible uh, what's going on uh, with this and uh, they, um, uh, the uh, dealers relative to fentanyl uh, need to be prosecuted at the highest level. It's pretty uh, evident, uh, Kathy, that a lot of it is coming over the border, and the, the border is, in my opinion, a calamity. Uh, it's out of control, and if you disagree with me, that's fine too, but a lot of it is coming over the border, and um, 
What's your thoughts about where it's coming from? Where it's coming from in the immigration situation? So it's it's actually coming from uh, a lot of our ports, uh, not not uh, being walked across um, the border. It, uh, it's coming uh, directly from other countries, uh, and uh, not not just South America. Uh, actually, more from other countries, and um, fentanyl uh, can be homemade also. And uh, people um, who are have no interest in other people are are just doing just that. Um, relative um, uh, to uh, the immigration system, I think the federal government needs to uh, hold responsibility on the immigration system. We need to absolutely fix the immigration policies uh, in this con in this country, the state of Connecticut, and my role as a state senator does not have the authority to, mm -hmm. to do that. Okay, let's uh, see if we can get one more call in. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, everyone. Hello there. What's your question for Kathy Austin? Well, actually, Stu, I just wanted to make a comment about State Senator Austin. And I live in Norwich, and I've been here a while, and I, I believe that Senator Austin is a, is a wonderful representative for our area, and I and I hope people realize that. So when they go out in November to vote, that they will support her. All right, so that, sir. That's Thank what you. My comment is that's the kind of question you like, right? That's <laughs> the kind of question I like. Hi, yes. what's your question for Kathy? Hello. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. What's your question for Kathy? Uh, Austin? A few calls back, she said that she. The uh, senator said she talked to people on West Main Street about some people wanted it and some people didn't want the roundabouts. Correct. Could she kind of give me a number of what was how many people were in favor? Because that's the important, not that some liked it and some wanted it. I'd like to have a, you know, a number. Okay. Approximately, maybe, yeah. Uh, so, um, first, when you do door knocking, uh, probably... 50% of the homes never answer the door, so you don't get a number there. The number of people that answered the door, uh, probably about 35% um, never brought up, even living on West Main Street never or the surrounding uh, streets never brought it up at all. And of uh, the remaining 15%, about half and half. Mm -hmm. Hi, your question for Kathy. Yes. Recently, Curtis Leela, who ran for mayor in New York City, said that Hartford was a sanctuary city. Is this true? Mm -hmm. Thanks for the question. This, Hartford in Connecticut. So a New York yes. politician said that Hartford in Connecticut was a sanctuary city. Mm -hmm. I don't know how anybody in New York would know what's going on in Connecticut. Okay. Hi. What's your question well, for Kathy? Hello. It's, it's on. Hi. Go ahead. Hello. 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 You're on the air. What's your question for Senator Austin? Yes, the uh, shoreline east. Uh, what is the timeline for that going to Norwich or or New London or any other place? So, um, thank you. Uh, uh, there was a meeting uh, last week um, on shoreline east. Uh, we um, uh, with the uh, uh, legislators in the Groton area, uh, uh, Representative Connolly uh, and uh, I and um, 
a number of other legislators uh, asked uh, the Department of Transportation to increase uh, rail in Shoreline East going all the way up to Rhode Island and then uh, having a line coming up through um, uh, uh, New London up through Norwich. Uh, this is uh, relative to, to what we're looking at is a combination of freight and passenger rail. Uh, the study is not expected to be done until uh, the early spring this year, uh, and they'll, they'll have an outline in that. Um, I'm hoping that uh, people in the public will participate in what they would like to see um, for rail, but that's, that's approximately the outline right now. All right, let's take our final question here. Senator Kathy Austin has been with us for a part of this hour. What is your question for Kathy? Uh, good morning. Uh, I, I wonder if uh, any of the politicians have, have thought what's going to happen with all the traffic when West Main Street starts getting uh, construction. It's my view that the traffic will will separate and go to Elizabeth, Elizabeth Street on one side and Maple Street on the other. And as far as I'm concerned, you're, you're going to ruin those people's, uh, uh, you know, way of life up there on, on 10 mile an hour roads right. uh, we'll, have Kathy, we'll have Kathy respond yeah. and you can see as I told you before that this is the topic <laughs> yes it is yeah. uh, and it's and it should be I mean people have a right to comment mm -hmm. on the things it's the largest project that's being done in Norwich and whether they do roundabouts or they don't do roundabouts West Main Street needs to be repaired so um, uh, it will uh uh, take a long time whenever we do road work um, I, I I love to I actually love to see us doing road work fixing uh, infrastructure under in and pipes underground are important for us to do uh, when we fix sewer lines that in many cases are over a hundred years old uh, we need to we need to do this work uh, there will be an inconvenience uh, on it, and it will be uncomfortable. Um, there will be roads that will be closed to local traffic only, and that will be set up um, relative to what the Norwich Police Department and the administration in Norwich want to see happen. And and it will have to happen that way because we don't want to um, destroy those neighborhoods. And there will be traffic that will still flow um, through Miss West Main Street while the construction is going on. But uh, we do need to fix construction. Uh, needs to be done. And uh, that whether it's roundabouts or it's a, um, uh, the road is dug up, uh, it will be uncomfortable for the people uh, that um, live on those roads. I think Mayor Peter Nystrom had some alternate ideas that I thought were pretty good, um, lowering this speed limit and um, we can you know there's a shortage of police we can get an extra policeman there or maybe even one so uh, can you speak to us in Chinese Mandarin <laughs> I can say how are you ni hao okay because I know you uh, you did that when you were in Japan yes an interpreter yes I'm finding all this stuff about you Kathy thanks for coming in you Thank can. you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I just um, uh, I would encourage people to get out and vote. It's extremely important that um, uh, people get out and vote and express their opinions. All right. Take care. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Stu Breyer with the WICH. We'll take a break, and uh, we'll get to uh, some open lines at 889-5252. Stay with us. 
Going on now for the entire month of September here at Falby's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well... Yeah, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Valdez, you're gonna love it. Stu Brian with you, 66 degrees, and uh, Kathy Austin has left the building for her busy schedule, but this portion of our program is an open topic, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, you know, I listened um, to that this morning, and I just wanted to say that Change would be good. Okay. And um, also, I heard that Marvin's obituary will be in one of the newspapers, I think, tomorrow. Oh, okay. You get all this inside uh, information? I I, I guess the uh, wake or something is going to be in Greenville. Mm -hmm. I just heard that real quick. But um, what I called about (laughs) was... was um, the word liberty, okay? Mm-hmm. Liberty, like the Statue of Liberty, and the flag. So, first off, I want to say, if you look closely at the Statue of Liberty um, that was given to us by France, that's in New York City, on the left side she has a black eye and on the right side she has a tear coming down well that's interesting boy you got all kinds well, of interesting th- stuff here this is a method to my madness I'm summing it up because uh, in general I, I just wanted to say that even the flag the United States flag red white and blue is fading under this administration, current administration, the Democrats rely on federal money and I um, also wanted to say there what I get this is my opinion kill, kill, kill and number one, kill is about they uh, support abortion number two they have criminals coming in with the fentanyl and the guns and whatnot. That's another kill to the United States. And also um, guns. Kill, kill, kill. And the Democrats rely on federal money to solve their issues. So, you know... Well, you know the Democrats are in favor of stricter gun control. (laughs) Yeah, how is that going? But um, well, the, the other thing, Kevin brought together. up something about candy, and maybe another hour I have something, another analogy about candy 
regarding Halloween. So Okay, thanks. See ya. You're welcome. Halloween, my goodness. I've seen some Halloween stuff a month ago. It'll get in full tilt the first day of October, right? 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. So do you have any classic clocks in your house that are working and uh, watches that you haven't worn in a long time? We have a very interesting guy. It's Phil Adams from the Phil's Clocks and Repair. He buys also buys some, he sells some, and uh, but he repairs just about everything. You got a granddaddy clock? Do you want to get running again? We'll talk to him a little bit after the one o'clock news. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a breezy day today up to 73. Can't rule out a spot shower this afternoon or this evening early on. Tonight's low will be 53. A mostly sunny, pleasant day tomorrow, but another breezy one, high of 71. More sunshine on Wednesday with a chance for a spot shower and a high of 66. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. So tomorrow's the big day. We'll be broadcasting in the parking lot from 10 to noon for a very special get-together. For those of you who have uh, old tapes that you think, well, I'm never going to be able to see them again, or you want to get some pictures rejuvenated, we have uh, Robert's going to be in, and he's celebrating his 10th anniversary at the Velvet Mall in Stonington. But he's going to be here, and this is how it's going to work. You can bring in all of your stuff that you need rejuvenated and brought back to life, charter oak scanning. It's going to be looking at uh, all kinds of your precious items. And that would make a great Christmas gift, restoring of old photo prints. They do so much, slides, documents, transferring videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel. Yeah, reel-to-reel. Scanning will be there to receive all of your media to digitize. Now, this is what they'll do. You know, they'll they'll write up. You, you they'll get your stuff. They'll bring it back to their location at the Velvet Mills in Stonington, and then when they finish, they'll deliver it to you. How's that? How's that for service? So join us tomorrow from ten to noon, or if you want to come by and ask some questions about it. Meanwhile, look through some of the archives that you'll say, oh, I'm never going to be able to see that again. And what a different Christmas present that would be to digitize some of these things that your family could see that maybe they have never seen. Hmm? So check that out tomorrow from 10 to noon. Plus, be nice to see you. We'll be broadcasting right in front of WICH in the parking lot. I'll make sure that I park correctly tomorrow. Robert Webb will be in from Charter Oak Scanning. It's going to be a lovely day, too. So you don't have to go to Stonington. Just come here at WICH Cooprack Road in Norwich. And that's it. That's all you'll have to do. Your product will be brought to Stonington. They don't mail it out. And then when it's done, they will deliver it to you. Pretty sweet, huh? Look forward to seeing you. So look through some of your old stuff and say, hey, I'd love to see this again. 
Maybe your wedding video from 40 years ago. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Why should you have your blood pressure taken regularly? I'll be back in a minute with a few reasons. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The main reason you should have your blood pressure taken regularly is that most people with high blood pressure have no symptoms. For these people, there is no other way to know if they have high blood pressure than to get blood pressure readings. Slight elevations in blood pressure can be treated with lifestyle and diet changes. But because high blood pressure can put a strain on the heart, arteries, and kidneys, a person with high blood pressure might be prescribed a medication to control it. The goal is to avoid a heart attack, a stroke, heart failure, or kidney damage. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. My goodness, check your blood pressure. You don't have to, uh, you know, you can, a lot of the doctors or doctor's offices, they'll, you just go in and they'll take your blood pressure and they won't charge you. Or there are many uh, pharmacies that have those blood pressure kits. Just to check your blood pressure, see what's been going on. It certainly is very important to do so. All right, uh, if you want to get in, uh, we have, oh, yeah, we got some time before 11 o'clock. Kathy Austin was my guest for the first segment on the program. And the number here is 889-5252. My friend Kevin sent me this. He said this is a good reference of words that people may not understand where you can get a nice definition of them without uh, getting too involved. I like simplicity. I'm into the simplicity thing, huh? Anarchy is the absence of government general lawlessness and order when thought to result from an absence or failure of government. They call it an anarchy. I know most of you know a lot of these things, but it's... uh, one of those things where you get a quick definition. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to uh, comment on a couple of things. Sure. Senator said. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Now, I don't know if this was intentional or if, if it was uh, just a, a lack of research on her part, but she had mentioned that fentanyl comes in through port more so than it does from the southern border. Uh, little-known fact of nomenclature, ports of entry are ports. And there are 26 ports of entry on the southern border. And if you look into where this fentanyl is coming from, where the levels of seizures at the southern border lie versus previous years, it's up 200% and more at these, at these ports of entry. I so agree with you. I don't I know agree if she intentionally... You made it sound as though, oh, this is coming, being shipped over by sea. Mm-hmm. And I don't doubt that there are some uh, shipments of fentanyl uh, coming across through actual naval ports, but it does not take a rocket scientist to understand that the cartels are making incredible by shipping. Well, we know it's coming over the border a lot because of all the uh, stuff that's been stopped. You know, there's a lot that hasn't been. 
I mean tons of fentanyl, and it's coming from over the border. As far as other places, I'm sure there's other places as well, but it seems like a ton of it's coming over the border. Of course. Oh, you can be made at home, too. I don't think people are mixing up uh, bathtub fentanyl uh, in large numbers. It's it's just a... You know what it is? It is emblematic of the reason why people are absolutely fed up with politicians, not people seeking political office, not people who want to legitimately come in and make a difference. And according to my personal views, actually take away a lot of the authority that, that the government has over us. But to, to give an answer like that, and along coupled with the answer on the roundabout. Now, if you do any talking with people, whether they live on West Main Street, whether they live anywhere, look at, look, look at the, the public hearing. It was something like 38 to 2, uh, or, or, or 48 to 2, uh, people who showed up to say, we don't want this, we voted against this just a few years ago, don't do this to us. Don't close seven businesses or displace seven businesses on West Main Street. But they don't care. They're just going to do it anyway, and she's going to come on and, you know, look, I mean, was I at those doors she claims were 50-50 in support and against? No. But I have a brain and I can reason and I just I can't believe that. All right, sir. Thank you for the call. Thank you. I'm not sure if she said 50-50. I I know she said 50% will never answer the door or something like that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to talk about... uh, a little about what we talked about before um, with uh, Senator Austin. Um, I definitely am not for the roundabouts, but I do realize that we do need um, pipes under the road, new pipes, because of the uh, decaying old pipes, evidently. And um, But she said that this, that's why she was going to get back with the DOT and have them come give us another uh, uh, meeting. Um, now, I don't know if she's talking about public meeting or a meeting with um, the, the council people and, and the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do say is um, we shouldn't just look to the DOP to, I mean, DOT to um, get a, uh, help us fix the roads under the, uh, um, uh, under Route 82. We may be able to get a federal grant. Now, I don't know what department we would go to, somebody that knew knew about the federal government might be able to help help there. Um, but we may be able to get a grant from uh, a, de- a federal department for the for the um, pipes so that the, the expense won't be so much on us. But if we just deal with the DOT, we might be, they might deal, they might deal with it and only if we get the six roundabouts. We don't want the six roundabouts. So if we went, tried to go to a federal department and then later on have them coordinate with the DOT when they do put it, if they do put in the pipes, and get it done that way. Now, that's going to be a lot of work, but we might be able to do something there because I've heard a lot of, um, and I didn't really pay m- enough attention, but I do did hear a lot of talk about old, old pipes in old, old cities mm-hmm. and towns. All right, my dear, i gotta got to get ready for the news and comb my hair, but thanks for calling. <laughs> Appreciate it. 
I like to good, look good for the news. Sunday, annual blessing of the animals, 11 a.m., Grace Episcopal Church, 8 Chapel Hill Road in Yantic, animals of all kinds, including stuffed ones, invited to receive a special blessing during the worship serif service inside the historic church. If you want more information, 887-2082. 887-2082. God bless the animals. We have that special day every year. All right. Next hour is a completely open topic, and you're invited to call in with your points of view. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fowler with his five. Here's the news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. As Hurricane Ian bears down on Cuba, Florida braces itself. A hurricane watches up for parts of the Florida west coast, including Tampa Bay. Once Ian moves into the Gulf of Mexico, forecasters expect it to strengthen further as it approaches Florida. Although some weakening occur when it's near the coast, uh, you know, strong winds, the life-threatening storm surge, and heavy rainfall uh, are likely to uh, occur over portions of the west coast of Florida. So National Hurricane Center's Daniel Brown. It's been a deadly school shooting in central Russia. Authorities there say a gunman killed at least 15 people, wounded more than two dozen others. This happened about 600 miles east of Moscow. The attacker said to have fatally shot himself. A Russian drone strike in Ukraine as the U.S. is vowing serious consequences if Vladimir Putin resorts to nuclear weapons. Ukraine's military says an overnight drone hit near the port of Odessa sparked a massive fire and explosion hours after Washington vowed to take decisive action and promised catastrophic consequences if Russia uses nuclear weapons in Ukraine. The strikes are the latest in a series of drone attacks on the key southern city over recent days. This one hit a military installation and detonated ammunition when it struck. Ukraine's southern command says firefighters have been struggling to contain the blaze. I'm Charles Diladesma. Vice President Kamala Harris is now in Japan meeting with the Japanese Prime Minister in Tokyo. Among other things, they're talking about the Taiwan situation as well as a nuclear threat posed by North Korea. Watching Wall Street right now, the Dow down about 23 points. The Nasdaq trading 71 points higher, and the S&P is up two points. More on these stories, townhall.com. If you were lied to in buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. 
Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez confirms a positive COVID-19 test result. The leader of Spain's Socialist Party and the country's coalition government said in a Twitter post yesterday he was canceling his appearance at a socialist event marking the beginning of the new political season after the summer recess. Sanchez did not say whether he was feeling ill or whether he would cancel other engagements. He said, I will keep working, taking all precautions. Last week, Sanchez attended the United Nations General Assembly in New York. President Biden was also there. He returned to Spain for an official event on Friday. I'm Julie Walker. A multi-story building collapsed earlier today outside the capital of Kenya. Rescuers now picking through the debris, searching for several people reported missing. And Kenya's national broadcaster reports that at least three people died in the building collapse. News and analysis, townhall.com. Swiss voters narrowly back a proposal to raise the retirement age for women from 64 to 65. 50.6% were in favor of making women work an extra year before becoming eligible for full retirement benefits. Men already have to work until 65 to get the benefits. Opponents say the change will accentuate inequalities, adding Swiss women's pay through the retirement plan is already usually less than what men receive. Authorities do say the number of retirees is growing faster than the number of working people in Switzerland. Jason Walker reporting. Europe staring down a winter energy crisis as Russia chokes off natural gas supplies because of Europe's support for Ukraine and Europe, despite warnings from some, including then-President Trump, became heavily dependent on Russian energy. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us. This uh, hour is a completely open topic, any subject that you choose. The uh, beginning of the program today, we had Senator Kathy Austin, of course, is running to be reelected. In November, which is sneaking up on us pretty quickly now. So the number, of course, is 860-889-5252. Well, uh, looks like Florida may be slapped with another big hurricane. Residents in Florida keeping the cautious eye on Tropical Storm Ian. Rumbling uh, through the Caribbean on Sunday, likely to become a major hurricane on its path toward the state. They've had some biggies. Uh, Governor DeSantis has declared a state of emergency throughout Florida, urged residents to prepare for the storm to lash large swaths of the state with heavy rains, high winds, and rising seas. Forecasters are still unsure of exactly where Ian could make landfall, with current models plotting it to toward Florida's west coast or panhandle regions. See if I can get a hold of my friend in Florida, Jeff who uh, once once in a while comes on the program, and maybe we can get a report from him, the latest that he's hearing, from where he is located. So many people have friends and relatives in Florida. You may want to check in with them, see some of their updates there. The number is uh, 889-5252 here if you'd like to check in on any subject. And that's all we need is Hurricane Ian. 
don't think we've ever had an Ian before, have we? I don't know. Mark your calendars. Make your reservations today for this once-in-a-lifetime event. Meet us in Mystic River Park at 2 for a dedication with surprise guests. The celebration continues on Cottrell Street with a chilly music fest with local bands and restaurants starting at 3. Then, at 8.15, fireworks over the Mystic River presented by Foxwoods Resort Casino. The celebration continues with support from Seaport Marine. Saturday, October 15th. Download the Go Mystic app today. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of September here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well, yeah, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. And I just put in a call to my buddy in Florida, Jeff Goldman, and perhaps he'll have a chance to check in and give us an update on the hurricane situation in Florida. Hopefully he'll be in a safe place. Maybe it'll pass. doesn't usually when they're this sure, but we shall see what's happening. Hey, we're right around the corner from October. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to rush things either, believe me. And tomorrow in the parking lot of WICH, Charter Oak Scanning will be here. You can bring your memorabilia down. Charter Oak Scanning is going to be there to receive all your media to digitize, transfer videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, documents, and scrapbooks. And they offer restoration of old photo prints. Kind of make them look brand new again. Data transfer from floppy disks. That's over my head. And uh, compact discs, Charter Oak Scanning, celebrating their 10th anniversary this month. And all the work is done on location in Stonington, Connecticut. So in other words, you bring in the tape, they'll bring it back to Stonington with you or whatever you want digitized, and then they'll deliver it to you. Can't be much more easier than that. They are located in the Velvet Mill in Stonington if you are in that particular area. That's fun. And you can get, you know, talk about getting Christmas gifts early. What a wonderful idea that would be on Christmas morning. Say, would you like to see this uh, video of uh, your anniversary or some of the kids growing up? Astounding stuff. Okay, let's take a look at some other things that are going on besides, of course, the hurricane in Florida. And uh, also your thoughts about some of the answers that Kathy Austin gave last hour. Well, this uh, once in a while you hear something scary, but there was a good ending to it. Police have arrested a potential mass shooter. He was arrested Sunday in Northern California on suspicion of threatening to kill police officers and planning a Las Vegas-style mass shooting. Well, they've arrested him. 
and I would give him about 30 years in jail. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Joe. Hey there, Larry. You know, I was, uh, I kind of knew the water was warm down in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's 88 degrees, the water. I, I, I just can't believe that you got ocean water that warm. Wow. That, that's unbelievable. That's, it is amazing. Uh, but you know what I was shocked at? Do you know that water is that warm, 500 feet deep? No, really? No kidding. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just a surface temperature. Well, meteorologists say, and I know you're into the weather a lot, that that has a lot to do with the uh, what's going on with hurricanes. Well. Or not, what do you think? I've heard it. Yeah, well, Florida's going to be hit with this no matter what, what, where it goes because they're on the right side of the hurricane, which is the worst side. Don't forget, low pressures and hurricanes are counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. So if you got the if you're on the right side of the storm, you you get the brunt of everything, the wind, the rain, and and the, the whole work. So in the in the storm surge, so that they're in a worse predicament that you can be in. Even if the storm stays out, it doesn't even hit hit directly somewhere. It it just hugs the coast, for example, and goes right up into uh, northern Florida or, or Georgia. They're still going to get. They're going to get slammed. Ton, uh, tons of rain anyway, for sure, huh? Yeah. Well, the wind, too. They'll probably get mm-hmm. at least 80, 90, 100-mile-an-hour winds. Right, but, um, you know, what I called for is, uh, what, what, what was what was she trying to say about fentanyl? But doesn't she, she's in, the, the fentanyl's coming in from ports? Ports? What ports? The fentanyl. Doesn't she? Doesn't she know anything that the fentanyl, for the, since Biden took office, has been coming in from China? She didn't want to mention China again. That the fentanyl is coming from China. It's sent sent over to the drug cartels in Mexico. They do what they have to do in their drug factories, and then it crosses the border. Oh yeah, there's a few uh, drugs that come in on the ports in Florida and wherever, but that's like 2%, if that. 98% of the fentanyl is coming across the southern... So what was she trying to say about fentanyl? And then she tried to put it in a way that we have um, we have problems with fentanyl with regular people out there. The fentanyl is a pill. I, I don't know if she knew this or not, but, you know, most patients who have chronic pain, like for cancer or disc disease or other kind... They get put on fentanyl by their doctors, some of them, and it's a patch. It's not a pill. It's a release time patch that that's uh, made in a in a factory, which is uh, uh, authorized uh, and put in in, in in pharmacies. Has nothing to do with a pill that is fentanyl laced from from the regular, uh, say for example, a Percocet pill or something like that, and then they mix it with the fentanyl. One fentanyl pill that they're making into candy now, pink and yellow and all that stuff, it's as strong as 100 times heroin. Oh, my God. So, no, in other I... words, these kids who are taking these pills are not necessarily drug addicts or people who are out seeking. One pill can, can kill you in a matter of seconds, even by inhaling it. There's been drug uh, enforcement officers on the border who have had to go to the hospital and take Narcan just from inhaling this this uh, this stuff. Oh, it's a terrible. But I don't know where she was situation. coming from. I wish she would, co- you know, she was kind of like stuttering too. I didn't know what she, what, what she wa- wanted to say about 
like she she tried to put it in a way that it, it's it's uh, it's coming from the legal source that the problem is 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 arising from. And if she watched anything, eighty they come out with the statistics. I don't even think this is true, but they said eighty four percent of the overdoses of the hundred and ten thousand deaths last year were from the illegal fentanyl crossing the southern border. I don't know why she doesn't have these statistics before she comes on your radio show. All right. Well, I hadn't heard that so statistic. Not, I certainly legal, know that, that a, a lot is coming over. That's killing people. If that's where she's trying to go with this. All uh, right, Lair. So. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Larry's right, you know. Um, on the uh, fentanyl stuff, that's not what I'm calling, but Trump, when he was in, tried to tell Xi Jinping no more fentanyl from China because it comes to Mexico and they make the pills in Mexico. That's what Epic Times says. And I saw the little... Um, rainbow-colored uh, pills that kids can take, and it showed a minute grain of fentanyl, and it told how many people it could t- kill. So, yeah, as far as Kathy Osteen, in my opinion, she didn't give any answers to anything. Nothing. Like I said, she just beat uh, around the bush. And, you know, um, I remember I told you I found out because I was arguing with a friend on the phone. First of all, first of all, Sue, I want to be fair that she certainly did give answers to things. I mean, I want to be fair about it. Oh, I don't believe she knocked on doors asking if they wanted roundabouts. I got that gentleman was right calling up and asking how many. I don't, well, of course, and, well, politicians I, and, knock and her, on doors. Her um, district is west of us. What's she doing giving money? to the eastern, supposed eastern Pequots, who the federal government refuses to recognize, but she gave $1.5 million to them. If we are so much, the newspaper said over the weekend, we're $2 billion in the black, according to Lamont. Really? Well, take some of that money out and give it to the people that are going to need heating assistance. It's that easy, but... Yes, you, I, yeah, go ahead. You I wanted to thing. tell you what I heard... This morning on the news, there was a Connecticut trooper on an I-84 hit by a wrong-way driver, and the driver had a driver's permit, which is what I was trying to say when my friend looked it up. I said, I'm telling you, they're giving illegals driver's license. That's how they're getting away with it, and that's how they're driving around. But you don't know that for sure. Yeah, I do. You don't she know that. looked it up. That trooper was hit by an illegal. You don't know that for sure. They won't name him. We had 20 people die. Why is he driving on the wrong side of the road? It was a wrong way driver. Well, unfortunately. He had a Connecticut driver's permit. When she looked it up, it's undocumented driver's permit. They hand them out, and if it's only a permit, they're telling these people, okay, go, take your permit and go. And she said they look identical to a driver's license in California right now. He just signed a bill, Newsom did, that he's giving uh, licenses out. That is how they're going to pull a fast one uh, in our next election. But when I heard driver's permit and the trooper was hit, and it was a wrong way driver. It, it's like, yeah, because you're giving it to these people. So was a trooper killed? No, but Thank God and, for that. and that and that Curtis Sliwa, 
in the middle of the night, yeah, I stay up on weekends. It's boring if Nori is not on. So I, I flick around. He has his own show. He said in the tri-state area, Newark, New Jersey, New York City, and Hartford, Connecticut are sanctuary cities. Why wouldn't he know? He was running against Eric Adams. He wanted no, to be the what you call in New York City, the mayor. Unfortunately, in my opinion, I wish he had won, but uh, I guess he didn't have much of a chance. i got to run, Sue. Thank you. Right. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning, Sue. morning. I think uh, Kathy Austin's a good reason to have term limits. She's been in there too long. She, you asked, they asked, the guy asked her about how many people voted for the, said they wanted the roundabouts. She got all into the people didn't answer the door and this and that, and she never said how many. Okay, and well, maybe she, not enough to get a percentage. I, I don't know. I can't speak for her. She's been around the bush about everything. She's a typical Democrat. She's been there too long. It's time to get somebody new in there. I, I honest. She had this is her, she wants to go for six terms. She has five terms and she she's running for, for a sixth term. Six. Yes, that's why we should have term limits, though. All right, sir. Thank you. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. To answer um, um, Kevin, he was talking about candy, and I, you know, I'm surprised he brought that up because it led me to believe something. Um, I'm going to say this, and you'll probably have to go in your ponder corner, but um, this is my uh, analogy. Okay, give me your okay? analogy. Huh? Go ahead, go. Um, a group of kids come up to a residence at Joe uh, Joe Black's residence, and he has that pumpkin, like I said, full of lollipops, all different colors. And um, to me, which represents all um, denominations. And so this young child who is black comes up, and he's looking, ready to dip his hand in there, but he doesn't see a black lollipop. So uh, do you think the lollipop company will be sued? Well, you're really stretching it out on this one, Maria. Well, you know, um, I sum it up to everything that's going on, and unfortunately, there'll be something... Somebody will find something wrong with. First of all, this Halloween uh, and every Halloween, parents should check the uh, the bag when the children get home. Not as many kids trick or treat anymore because of some problems, as you know. But always, parents check what's in the bag when your kid gets home from uh, Halloween. Yes, the the, uh, the parents that really care and do parent. Yes, you're right. Most of them do. All right, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Joey. Heard from the doc this morning. Everything's going well. Good. Feeling, I'm feeling chipper. Mm. Yeah, I told her what was going on. She told me what was going on, and we got a thing going on. Everything's good, Stu. Well, we like that. We want to keep it that way, right, Joey? You ain't kidding, my man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still waiting for 61, but we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about the baseball. Uh, you know, Larry has always has good uh, concerns and things. I, uh, you know, for Susan to say she didn't answer any questions. I mean, that woman's been in uh, Senate for 
five times. She answered a lot of the questions to the best of her ability, I'm sure. Well, no, she answered questions, absolutely. Some yeah. questions people say, well, maybe she could have answered them differently. Well, that's up to the person. Well, when somebody says they could have answered them differently, what, so to, to answer them this, the way they want to hear it or differently the way she said it? Well, that's a good point. It's always a good point. Yeah. I want to get up there tomorrow morning, man, 10 o'clock to 12. I don't know if I'm going to do the drop-off, but I know I know where Velvet Mill is up in Stonington, but I'm definitely going to take advantage of it, Stu. Uh, other than that, man, I'm looking at the Stu Bar Doppler, and you can't ask for a better day, my brother. Yeah, the weather's going to be really nice. Uh, if you do yeah. come up, you can ask questions, uh, or you can bring a tape or two and... I'm going. I'm going to bring some stuff up and get an idea and ask him how much it's going to cost. And if he wants sure. to deal with me, I'll have him send him, take him with him. You know what I mean? I'll make a deal. I know how to, I know how to hustle and bustle, Stu. I'm like, I got your dad's butt. I know how to make a buck. Well, okay. <laughs> I think the price is what it is, but uh, you can talk yeah. to him about that. I'm going to do it, Stu. Uh, well, there was one other thing. Oh, damn. Ah. Oh, when, uh, you know how, like, right towards the end of your closing of your show, you say, hey, don't forget, after 2 o'clock the news, you got Jimmy Fallon on. Well, Marty's got a new thing. He says, you know, prior to you coming on the air, he goes, the, the great Stu Breyer. So he, that's what he refers to you as now. I think it's so cool. <laughs> All right, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I want to see you tomorrow, Stu, but I won't bring you any ice cream. I know no I won't be there. No ice cream tomorrow. But May, I'm, I don't know if Dunkin' Donuts is still open. I, I was—I really want to bring you like a, at least a half a dozen of jellies, man. Believe it Make or not, uh, believe it or not, Julie, I don't eat donuts. I love donuts, but I don't eat them. So if I brought her, you would have gave them to someone else. Okay, good. I, at least I love your honesty, Stu. Okay, buddy. See ya. Take care. Hello, welcome to the program. Okay, on that hang-up, we'll take a little break. 889-5252 and you would be next. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in bowel procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Hey, don't forget to call Phil and ask him some questions, too. He's going to be my guest after the 1 o'clock news, and uh, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stoke. Good morning. Uh, I'm missing most of your program. Oh, that, we missed that you, too. That letter word is messing with my lifestyle. Yeah, quit working. Yeah, well, uh, I was reading the paper this morning, and, and uh, all of the Democrats have aligned themselves on climate change. Can you believe that? No, I believe it. Sure, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these runarounds or runabouts or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> runarounds, uh, yeah. They're going to cause us a lot of problems. They we're going to have to change the water mains, the sewer lines, and everything else that goes down the street. Now, I don't know what the Democratic Party can do for knowledge, but uh, the Transportation Department is using the runabout to justify their position. Well, Kathy Austin said they're going to have a meeting, I think, uh, this week on it. And uh, so it's it's not over. Uh, we still may dodge it or they may change it. Well, 
so I, I understand about water mains. You know, I've been in the trade a long, 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 long time. Oh, that's a long and time. If we start uh, digging up West Main Street, you're going to replace water lines from uh, Norwich to Deep River because that's where our water comes from. And the lines have been down there for literally a hundred years. So you can't you can't uh, jackhammer a bow water line that's been there for a hundred years and expect uh, it not to leak. And it's going to cost another eight million dollars to to at least to repair the water lines. There's sewer lines and everything else that goes down the street. Well, maybe eventually they'd have to anyway, huh? And this deal on climate change, I, I keep hearing it again and again and again, and I read about companies aligning themselves and all this bull, and I, I read that in the Wall Street Journal every day. Uh, what are but, they saying in the Wall Street Journal? Listen, there, there are countries that are never going to do the right thing. So, unfortunately, well, the, or whatever the right the thing, thing is. The thing, the thing still about climate change, my mother described uh, the climate change on the East Coast back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. She said the East Coast is sinking, the West Coast is rising, and there must have been an earthquake someplace because she was talking about the particular subject. But uh, climate change is going to happen. We're 100,000 miles closer to the sun than we have been in 100 years. And it is going to happen. It's not maybe, it may not be terribly drastic, but there is going to be some sort of climate change. And if you, and if right, you think so, that uh, it rained we'll for 30 days and 30 nights when they, uh, Noah uh, launched his ark, uh, <laughs> did you ever wonder where that water came from? When Noah lost his ark? Yeah. He lost, was it from the yeah, bathtub? I don't know. On Mount Ararat. And there is, there <laughs> is actually a geological picture of Noah's ark on Mount Ararat. No kidding. Somebody snapped a picture of that, huh? They did. They did. I looked it up. I have a Kindle. I, I, don't, do, I don't do computer stuff too much. My wife has got one, but uh, I don't dare touch right, it. And I'm going to let you go back to work. See if I you can thought, get any more I of those so pictures. Still, I've got a, I got a three-story fire escape to fix, and and it isn't and it isn't getting done. Okay, don't <laughs> uh, don't do anything dangerous. All right. Right, right. Have a good day, Stu. You too. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Hey, uh, Morgan. I was watching the Seattle Seahawks football game yesterday, yeah. and a strange thing happened. What? They had to shut the game down because there was an unauthorized drone inside the stadium. Oh, really? I didn't know. I didn't hear that one. And they went back. After, you know, they went back to playing after about five minutes. But in my opinion, that that's going to be the next form of uh, violence in this country if they can. Uh, create a uh, drone that, that can shoot like a gun, I think that's going to be your next weapon in this country. Well, I, wish, I really wish it would, they were never invented because the possibilities, you're right, are significant. Um, very strange, though, because they were, you know, given the, the amount of people that are in the stadium, 
mm-hmm. uh, very dangerous. But security was right on on top of everything. Good. And number two, did you watch any baseball this week with the Red Sox and the Yankees? I did. I watched some of it. You know, it was kind of boring. A lot of it. Well, the Red Sox, you know, they lost four to the Yankees, and but I was watching it to see if Judge would hit a home run, and he didn't. I'm uh, I'm a Yankee fan, and I'm on Judge Watch. <laughs> Judge but Watch. One, one, one guy that impressed me on that game this weekend, the Red Sox first baseman they have. Did you catch him? I know they've got a few that they've been dealing with now. I don't know which one you're referring to. They got a kid. I, I don't. I, I I don't know his name right now. Mm-hmm. He's been he played all weekend, and they brought him up from uh, Worcester. Oh, and he looks good, huh? He's a big kid. Let me tell you something. He's not as big as Judge, but almost. And he had a couple home runs in the, in the four-game series, you know? Well, they're watching him very closely. I know that because uh, they were looking for a good first baseman. I think uh, Frenchie Cadero and uh, mm. Bobby Dalbuck's days are numbered for the no, Red Sox. Oh, yeah. That, they don't cut it. First of all, Frenchie's not a good fielder, and Dalbuck is just doesn't have it. They say Dalbeck's nothing but a, uh, a spring, uh, you know, preseason player in any... Yeah, he has good springs. Spot. He has good springs, and by the beginning of the year, he's sprung. That's about it. Unfortunately, okay, so. I root for all of them. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, uh, I'm feeling kind of bad, but uh, even though the guest that you brought on wasn't to uh, everybody's satisfactory, I think we should, you know, I think everybody should just thank you for bringing her on anyways, you know. I mean, you know, they should give you some credit. No, I want to be fair, and um, we had her opponent on, and I wanted to get her on, sure. I mean, everybody has the right to express their opinion of being Mm -hmm. dissatisfied with her. But we should at least still thank you, anyways, for bringing her on. So. Well, I appreciate that. I try to do the best I can to give all sides of this story here. Yeah, so that's all i got to say. All right, thank you. So, you got any watches that don't work? <laughs> Maybe a grandfather clock? Or, well, I've got the clock man to speak to for a little bit after 1 o'clock. You're welcome to ask him some questions, too. They've got a shop on Main Street in... Jewett City. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la goo. And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la I don't know what it means, but it's cute. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. How are you? Good. What's cooking? Folks have been asking about you. Oh, um, I'm okay. A little cold? Uh, no cold, no. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I, I get my physical therapy, though, at home three days a week, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's all. It's getting better? Uh, I'd say a little better, yeah. yeah. That's, of course, from the fall that you got, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I uh, see the, uh, um, the plastic surgeon um, this week. It's the last time I have to see him, though, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. You're done with so that anyway, one, yeah. I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that last man that talked to you that said that thank you for bringing uh, Kathy Oston on because you're, she, he's right about you. You have a right to, to have people on there with the opposite opinion, and, uh, and that, if they don't like it, that's too bad. Well, uh, they didn't say that they didn't like me having no, on. They no, just didn't they, agree they with criticize. some of the things. They criticize and criticize. And um, you're doing the right thing. Oh, yeah, we continue to do that. I, I don't want to be this one side like a lot of the right, right. media is. But, right, you know, and, and, and your I, show would be that way. And you have a right to disagree with any of the guests. That's right. You have a right to disagree with me. That's right. Even though I'll sulk, but you can do it. <laughs> uh, because... Uh, it would be a it would be a boring show, boring. Oh, I don't want that. No, you don't, and I don't want that either. Well, so, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought I would call you and tell you I agree with that man. He's right. Whether okay. Whether he agree with you or not, you have a right to bring a, another person on with a different opinion. Well, you have a terrific day, my friend. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, WICH. You're on. Oh, Father Stu. Hello, Boston Benny. <laughs> How are you today? I'm all right. We're just tootling along. Yeah, well, I'm glad you had State Senator Olsen on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just wanted to uh, reply to what the last caller s- said pretty much. And is this not only applies to your callers or your listeners, but people have been talking about term limits for a long time. And, you know, I tried to think it through, and now I'm at a point, you know, it's been a long time, when people talk about people who have been in office for a long time, it's, all, it's like they're blaming the candidate for being in there for whatever amount of terms it is. And it's the people who are responsible for the people coming back, whether it's here locally, in the state, or nationally. Uh, Sure, The people are the Mm -hmm. ones who are electing these people to return. So now I've come to the point where I believe leave it up to the people. They need if they want change, they should get together with neighborhood associations or whatever groups and try to bring about change instead of just saying we need term limits when it's the people who are responsible. Okay, in the past they said a lot of many people in this country weren't voting. Okay, well, then people in this country should work 
to get a higher voter turnout like they did in the last national election. They can find ways. They can't just stand and sit on the sidelines and complain. So that's well, what I have to say about that. All right, I'm glad you called on it. Thank you. Okay. Oh, we hope everybody gets out and votes. It'll be soon. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Um, well, I was, I was taking a little drive. I just got into the part where your station got a little crackly, so I changed it, got onto a national guy. And the first thing the national guy is saying is, you people holding up your finger at the Trump rally, you're not doing your favor with QAnon stuff. When I, I think these people are lying, or maybe he doesn't know. Trump has been re-truthing lots of QAnon content lately. And at this rally in question, they happen to be playing some music that is identical to QAnon music. I don't, know what, making, Q- I don't know what QAnon overtures. music is. I have no idea. I, I didn't know about the music either. I, I, I read um, a guy used to go by the name Alapundit. He, he ran off got ran off the the site he was on so now he's at some other site called the dispatch which is yeah it's a never trumper publication but yeah i went there and i paid for it because mr alapundit whose name is nick whatever in real life signed up for him and i just read it this morning where there is there's this song and it's the name is this this long acronym i don't know what the, the letters are and the song is identical what was being played at the Trump rally when all those people were holding their fingers up. And this comes after Trump's been spending weeks re-truthing all of this QAnon content. So this is intentional. It's not just Trump doing it. You know, there's somebody playing the music for him. So there's no no Trump people go around saying that this QAnon stuff is nonsense. You're not helping Trump by doing it. Trump wants you to do it. If anything... Those of you in the audience that, that still support Trump for President 2024 should think long and hard about this. Okay, you know, something this, this that I have not heard. Uh, so open I, the QAnon. I will try to get more informed on it, sir. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, these people can kind of move on. We've got Ron DeSantis as an F-point candidate. Oh, I, yeah, I, I would like him to be running. Absolutely. Uh, he needs to win. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we're in big trouble. I would say it's one of the that would be one of the most important. The midterms is one of the most important, and then of course the presidential. You no, know, thank you, it sir. It might actually be good if we lose the midterms, especially if we lose all the Trump endorsed candidates. That can actually bury Trump, and then the Democrats can act as crazy as they want for two years, and then the people can finally get fed up, and then we can see Ron DeSantis win like it's Ronald Reagan all over again. Okay, well we don't that want anybody to be crazy. Uh, yeah, all right. Thank you, sir. We'll check into right, that one. Crystal. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. Uh, your guest uh, this morning, Kathy Alston. Yes, sir. Uh, people weren't complaining uh, that she was a Democrat. They don't care if it was a Democrat. They were complaining that she didn't answer the questions right. That's the problem. Well, everybody has a right to disagree with any of the guests, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. She beat around the bush on some of them questions. She didn't answer them correctly. And if she was up to if she was up to par, she 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 should have known about the meaning the Norris residents had about the roundabouts. I don't know if she didn't. I don't know that really. I don't think that came up. I know it didn't come up, but she should have known about the meeting. Now she shouldn't say, "Well, I want I'm going to bring it down to two or three roundabouts. I, I, I'm not going to go for any roundabouts." 
we're going to have a different a, a different way of uh, fixing that road. We don't want any roundabouts. But she talked about two or three roundabouts. She should be uh, against them altogether. Well, if they can make something that's uh, much less and not ruin somebody's business. There's other ways you can fix that road without having roundabouts. All right, Sarah. First of all, you should have no left-hand turns in the businesses. Have another lane, a a left-lane turn, so people can turn in that left lane to make a left turn if they have to, you know? Okay. But uh, she didn't answer the questions correctly. All right. uh, it should have been up to date on that roundabouts. All right, sir. Thanks for your opinion. All right. Hello. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Good morning, Stu. How are you? All righty. All righty oh, Uh, Something very, very sad happened to uh, me and several other people. What is that? Over the weekend. Well, we went to an estate sale. Many people were there, and um, they were, it was a, uh, the house was also up for sale, a lot of the antiques, but as uh, people were talking, they were asking, oh, how much is the house? Well, it was Mm $750,000, and um, uh, three or four of us were in line talking how much we liked the house. This lady came storming up and all of a sudden started yelling, you people are communist, you're going to be communist. And my gosh, I don't know what, it was kind of horrifying for a few of us. And the estate people that were doing the sale were shocked by yeah, her she, behavior. So awful, she, ju- she just awful. walked off the street and started to you know, scream at people, huh? Is that it? Yeah, it was, yes, but, oh, my, I, I, I've i never seen anything like it in my life. Never, ever. Well, usually had and, severe mental problems. Uh, well, uh, evidently she was a Republican, and it didn't matter you know to me Repu- who anybody is. How do you know she was a Republican? Well, because she was saying Biden's going to put us in a concentration camp. Oh. She went ballistic, and the estate people were very nice and, you know, said, ma'am, we're, we're here to uh, have an estate sale and nobody is talking about politics, which com- we were not. Did she calm down after that? Well, she left. She wouldn't even go in the house. What a break that was, huh? She left. Yeah, but it was just inappropriate behavior. Oh, of course. Never. Of course. Never. Um, and she was telling, well... People, um, people that do the estate sales, they do quite a bit of the old houses, and they're very expensive homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's common. Um, and then, you know, but the the older man, he was like seventy five, and his wife, and he lives in East Haddam, and he said, "Well, we're thinking about selling and going to Stonington in one of those uh, older uh, housing things." And boy, she was just just came walking up, and my goodness, I just can't. Listen, I, I understand why that it. could be very disturbing because you don't have a person out of their mind like that has a weapon or anything. So, oh my uh, God! Yeah. But I meant, you know, it was it was tough. Um, 
you know, and a lot of people lately have been talking about the interest rate and the prices of houses, and mm-hmm. and it goes on and on. And you know, a first-time buyer, they a lot of young people can't afford these houses to. They're well, maybe expensive. it won't sell. Like who knows? So, did you find any treasures that you uh, at the estate sale? Um, yes, I did. I Good. I collect elephants. Oh, you found <laughs> elephants. <laughs> yeah, I love. You know, yeah, I have elephants, and um, it was a nice day just to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, to uh, look around. My husband got a pair of binoculars. Um, but it was very, very nice day, and um, it, wow. Sorry, I that don't took a have any. little bit away from it, yeah. Yeah, um, and the older couple, I'm old too, who am I talking about? But the older couple were so upset, they put their things on the table and were going to leave. And I said, look, it's your, you don't have to be upset by this. I said, you, you have a roof over your head. And you have a lot to be thankful for. But he said, well, I voted for Biden because I didn't care for the other candidate, well, and I made a mistake. Be, shouldn't be talking politics. I mean... No, he, it was awful, though. So I said, you know, people need to, wow, control your control yourself and get a handle on it. Well, of course, that woman didn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, so, it wasn't uh, right. You don't do that in public. Maybe you do it at home with a family member, which is bad enough. Yeah. But you just don't. You don't. Uh, oh my heaven! Well, take good. Me. Take good care of the elephants. Yeah, I will. And um, see if I feel up to it, I'll, I'll come out tomorrow. Yeah. Do you have any but products ex- you like to bring? Well, I don't know. My husband been into. He's a dinosaur computer person, so he's unloaded a lot of stuff. You know. Well, you can c- come by and ask questions, if you like. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for the fill to come on, because mm-hmm. my house is full of clocks. Oh, that'll be fun. Don't forget to call. Yeah, I'll try to call, Stu. Bye-bye, right. dear. Set your watch. Don't forget to call on timing. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Do you copy me okay? I'm on a cell phone here. Actually, you uh, sound good. Uh, all right. I have to give away a snowmobile trailer and two snowmobiles give it away free i will need a truck i can be reached at 860-861-4196 861-4196 right okay okay good to so talk to you. you did he say snow yeah before you know it you're on the air welcome well, good, because I want to talk about Pumpkin Fest. Pumpkin Fairs with Kevin. That's right. Pumpkin Fest is coming up October 1st and 2nd. Uh, this is a fundraiser for the Southeast Connecticut Community Center of the Blind. It's uh, We're going to be selling pumpkins and gourds and uh, squash. These are not just any pumpkins, gourds, and squash. They are organically grown from Vermont. Uh, fresh pick just in the last few days. Uh, we're going to be down at the Crystal Mall in the Sears parking lot. There's a little green there. You can't miss it. 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday and Sunday this coming weekend. And uh, you're going to get some really delicious. These things stay fresh right through the holidays, literally. It's amazing. But that's what happens when you grow organically. 
Uh, Saturday, there's also going to be a demonstration of ham radio. Uh, you can um, uh, meet the folks from the center of the blind, find out what's going on for people with low vision. Uh, we'll be also selling tickets to our upcoming White Cane Breakfast on October 23rd. going to be a lot of fun on Saturday and Sunday. And if people have questions or want to learn more, uh, they can either visit the website, which is centeroftheblind.com, or they can call 860-447-2048. How'd they do? You did great. Is that cute little pumpkin Kevin going to be there? <laughs> I'm going to be there Saturday. <laughs> okay. You betcha. All right, buddy. Uh, I'm kind of shaped like a pumpkin, too. I hope nobody buys me. <laughs> well, make <laughs> sure if they buy you that you're going to be in good hands. You get a good price anyway, right? And it's uh, all your purchases are tax deductible. 447-2048. Thanks, Stu. You're welcome. Mr. Kevin, meet him in person. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, yes, I have two items I like to put on Swap Shop. First one is a Sears Craftsman walk-behind uh, leaf machine. It's, um, it blows the leaves, shreds them, and vacuums them. It comes with a bag. It's four horsepower. I put a lot of new pots on it. I get extra pots to go with it. The second item is also a Sears Craftsman commercial-grade string trimmer where you can use it as a string trimmer or a brush cutter. And there was a guy that was looking for uh, used plywood because he said it was too expensive to buy at the local lumber yards. I have some, three-quarter inch thickness various sizes. He can call me at uh, 860-949-8119. 949-8119. Yes. Thank you, for, thank you a lot. You're welcome. WICH would still let's take this call and then we'll check your weather and my weather. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. Hello, anybody home? Would you like to speak to me? Hello, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, uh, I'm looking for a twin-size box spring mattress. Twin-size box spring mattress. Yes, thank you. And my telephone number is 860-886-4081. 886-4081. Yes, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Hey, we, sl- we slipped into some swap calls, but that's okay when it's quarter of 12 to 12. Uh, or you can call about anything else if you like, but uh, that's okay. Here's a little update of the weather, which is uh, from Marty. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a breezy day today, up to 73. Can't rule out a spot shower this afternoon or this evening early on. Tonight's low will be 53, a mostly sunny, pleasant day tomorrow, but another breezy one, high of 71. More sunshine on Wednesday with a chance for a spot shower and a high of 66. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently, our temperature has hit 68 degrees. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That would be a good game show. Find the needle in the haystack. 
That could go on forever. You're on the air. Welcome. Morning. Morning. That man that called with the snowmobiles, did you happen to write down that phone number? Yes, I did. Um, I think it was the 8614196. Does that sound familiar? That's what I wrote down, too. And um, 8614196. And uh, I'm not getting through. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. And you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. I guess I kind of just call the caution people that uh, that COVID is out there still. It's it's not. Uh, it's kind of downplayed nowadays. I guess they don't want to cause a panic with the uh, you know economics and all that. But it's out there a lot. Uh, I have the Pfizer vaccine. I'm double boosted, and about a week ago, I you know started to get symptoms, and I, I ended up with like the the most nasty flu I've ever had, and I'm just starting to get over it now. So. Uh, people be careful. I, I don't wear my mask anymore, and, you know, I've been pretty lax about it. But I just wanted to let people know to be careful out there. It's very nasty. I'm glad that you uh, mentioned it because it is still here, definitely, because from time to time I have friends that have got the uh, COVID, and uh, so it's around for sure. Well, yeah. Are you feeling better, I hope? I, I turned the corner. I'm a lot, uh, uh, a lot better now. Uh, but it, it was really, it was really nasty, you know, um, like like a really bad case of the flu. You know, everything aches and uh, you know, a very hot cough. You know, painful cough and all oh, that, God, and yeah. sneezing and everything, and uh, <clears throat> run down and. Uh, and you sure? You uh, sure it was COVID, right? You got tested. Yeah, I had the RNA test at the at the hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. They send it out, and it takes two days to come back, and it, it detects the the RNA COVID. It says uh, flu A negative, flu B negative, and uh, COVID uh, COVID SARS detected. So uh, it was definitely COVID. Well, it was very uh, it's very thoughtful of you to bring it up, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was kind of lax about it, but uh, you know, it's there. We're all getting a little lax about it. Yeah. Really, which is, we shouldn't be. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, I'm looking for uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets to the Mohegan Sun. My number is 860-887-0813. 887-0813. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Oh, busy, 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 which is good. We like busy, busy. So um, we hope you come by. We'll be broadcasting tomorrow, 10 to 12, in the parking lot of WICH on Kuprak Road. We're at the end of the road. Well, that didn't sound right. Uh, Yeah, we just come up the road and you'll see us. All right. Uh, If you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized, keepsake photos that you'd like to have restored, Charter Oak Skinning and WICH having a special event. It's uh, their 10th anniversary. 10 years they've been helping people out rejuvenating some of these great uh, films and photos. And it'll be 10 a.m. to noon. Charter Oak Scanning will be there to receive all of your items to digitize. They'll bring it back to Stonington. They don't send anything out. They do all their work at the Velvet Mill in Stonington. You don't even have to pick it up there because they'll deliver it to you. How's that? Nice and easy. So um, come on and see us. If you have any questions, of course, no appointment is needed. Just show up with your media. Charter Oak Scanning will take care of the rest. Let's see if we can get uh, another call in. You're on the air. Welcome. 
Yes, hi. I have a uh, 30-foot Zinger Crossroads camper trailer. I'm asking uh, 8000 It's a pull-behind. It sleeps uh, 8 to 10 people comfortably. I'm asking 8000 My number is 860-710-6550. It's in mint condition. Thank you. 710-6550. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, Swappin' is getting a, making a comeback here, all right? When we don't have a guest, as I mentioned, you're welcome between 11.45 to noon and call in with swap items or, or you can call in with anything else. So, but no, it's making a nice comeback. People got a lot of stuff, right? Phil's Clocks and Repair. Phil Adams. He's a horologist. I guess that's somebody that fixes clocks. We'll be talking with him. He's at uh, on Main Street in Jewett City. It's a great shop. You're going to find some very interesting items, and uh, he buys as well and sells some items right in Jewett City. All right, out of time for this portion, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich and 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. Right now it is noon, and what's Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Hurricane Ian moved near the Cayman Islands and closer to western Cuba early today on a track to hit the west coast of Florida as a major hurricane this week. Ian forecasts to intensify rapidly and hit Cuba as a major hurricane late today and then become an even stronger Category 4 hurricane over warm Gulf of Mexico waters before striking Florida on Wednesday. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency. National Hurricane Center Senior Specialist Daniel Brown. Cuba is uh, you know, expecting uh, uh, extreme uh, you know, dangerous hurricane force winds, uh, also a life-threatening uh, storm surge uh, and uh, heavy rainfall. Ian moving northwest at 14 miles per hour, about 90 miles west-southwest of Grand Cayman, sustaining top winds of 75 miles per hour. Also at townhall.com on the international front, Europe is staring down a winter energy crisis. Russia has reduced natural gas supplies as Europe supports Ukraine, and the continent's ability to get through the winter may depend on how cold it is and competition from Asia. The lights of the Eiffel Tower are turning off earlier than normal, and shop windows across Europe are going dark to save energy. High prices mean households and businesses are trying to use less heat and electricity, but they're running into the hard truth that cutting back only shaves off a little of their bills. Corresponded Jeremy House. A 34-year-old gunman opening fire at his school in central Russia, killing 15 people and wounding 24 others. The shooting took place in Izhysk, a city 600 miles east of Moscow. The gunman, reportedly a patient at a psychiatric facility, killed himself after the attack. The Dow is off 133 points, but the NASDAQ is up 21. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. General Motors gets out its checkbook. The automaker plans to spend $760 million to renovate its transmission factory in Toledo, Ohio, so it can build drive lines for electric vehicles. It's the first GM engine or transmission plant to begin the long transition from internal combustion engines to EVs. GM has a goal of making only electric passenger vehicles by the year 2035. The investment will keep the jobs of about 1,500 hourly salaried workers at the Toledo plant, which now makes four transmissions used in pickup trucks and other GM internal combustion vehicles. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. The government is getting its day in court to try to block a partnership between American Airlines and JetBlue. The trial is scheduled to start on Tuesday. The government says that letting American and JetBlue work together on flights in the Northeast will hurt competition and lead to higher fares. Breaking news at townhall.com. On the international front, the trial of a former senior rebel commander in the Central African Republic has started before the International Criminal Court. Mohamed Saeed is accused of running a police compound in 2013 where supporters of the deposed president, Francois Bouzizi, were tortured. The charges read out in court painted a visceral picture of the brutality inflicted on Christians, former presidential guards and government employees. Detainees believed to be loyal to the Bouazizi regime were beaten, whipped, burned, subjected to psychological abuse and tortured in an effort to extract intelligence. Mr Saeed is suspected of commissioning the crimes and overseeing the almost daily mistreatment. Mr Saeed's defence team dispute the reliability of the evidence against him. BBC correspondent Anna Holigan reporting from The Hague. More of these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. This is dedicated to the one I love. Knowing you love me, there's one thing I want you to do. 
Lunchtime oldies dedicated to all of you to bring just a lot of love. You know that uh, Mamas and Papas also recorded that song. Here's a little bit of it. and Papas and also the Shirelles uh, had big hits with that particular song. What a mix we have for you today. I'm just mixing them up. Enjoy. Put the top down, if you like. Make sure you have a convertible first and uh, enjoy the tunes. This happened once before when I came to your door No reply They said it wasn't you But I saw you peep through Your window You saw me as I looked up to see your face. I tried to telephone, they said you were not home. That's a lie. Cause I know where you've been. I saw you walking your door. If I were you, I'd realize 
said you were not home That's a lie Cause I know where you've been I saw you walking Better to have uh, no reply than an altercation, right? Another magical Beatles song, and uh, let's find out what's going on in the jungle. There's Jethro Tull. I bungled it. Walking through forests of palm tree apartments Scoff at the monkeys who live in their dark tents Down by the water hole, drunk every Friday Eating their nuts, saving their raisins for Sunday Lions and tigers who wait in the shadows They're fast but they're lazy and sleep in green Say a word and the boys will be right there With claws at your back to send the children the night Is it so frightening to have me to your shoulder Thunder and lightning couldn't be bolder I'll write on your tombstone I thank you for dinner This game that we had and the play is the winner Well, let's Snakes in the grass He's a lover of life But a player of pawns Yes, the king on the sunset Lies waiting for dawn To light up his jungle As players resume The monkeys see willing To strike up the
right, a little bungle in the jungle. I don't understand that, but you know how it goes. Sometimes in the jungle, it's unexpected things happen. Here's a forecast for you today. Not too shabby. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a breezy day today up to 73. Can't rule out a spot shower this afternoon or this evening early on. Tonight's low will be 53. A mostly sunny, pleasant day tomorrow, but another breezy one, high of 71. More sunshine on Wednesday with a chance for a spot shower and a high of 66. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently, our temperature is at 69 degrees, quite comfortable. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutorepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. How many of you remember your first teenage crush? Hmm? Think about that for a minute or two. And here's a song about it with Tommy Sands, A Teenage Crush. I'm trying to rush Please don't try to keep us apart Don't call it a teenage crush Young generation 
The butterflies in your tummy. Remember when you were around that person? You go humming, 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 humming. Teenage crush. It's Tommy Sands who uh, married uh, Nancy Sinatra. She divorced him, and and he was crushed. But he was. Can you imagine your father-in-law being Frank Sinatra? You better be good to her. Mustard on top, ain't too proud to beg. The Great Temptations on Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. How about a little relaxing song? You know, have you been just running around, multitasking, stressed out? I want to play a real relaxing song every day on our lunchtime oldie hour. Just sit down and enjoy the wonderful voice of Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole. And just take a breather couple of deep breaths. 
There you go. Don't fall asleep, though. You got to go back to work. Unforgettable. That's what you are. Unforgettable. Though near or far Like a song of love That clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before Has someone been born Unforgettable in every way And forevermore And forevermore That's how you'll stay That's how you'll stay That's why, darling, it's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am Unforgettable too Cole and Natalie Cole, blessed with that tremendous singing voice, unforgettable. Stu's with you. How's your sleeping habits? Uh, getting some good sleep at night? Hmm? Seven, eight hours? Sometimes it seems impossible, but don't give up on it, because try to clear your mind with nice thoughts, not worrying if you're going to get to sleep. How'd you do? Darkness of the lonely night 
Let's ask this gentleman, uh, how did you sleep last night? Have a good night's sleep. Hmm? I couldn't sleep at all last night. going to keep me up all night there. Tossing and turning. Bobby Lewis on WICH with Stu. Any sleepwalkers out there? We'll have to play that a little bit later on, too. Yeah, some people wake up and uh, they're not in their bed. What happened? End up near the refrigerator. (laughs) I can understand that. Hey, if you are trying to get a good night's sleep, the last place you want to sleep is uh, in the subway. Don't be doing that. Especially these days, huh? You wander around on your own little cloud When you don't see the why or the wherefore You walk out on when we both disagree Cause to reason is not what you care for
convince me on that one, huh? Unless the trains weren't running that night. Petula Clark at WICH. It's nice when the lion is sleeping, especially if you're in the neighborhood. Oh, we know it. Oh, we know it. Oh, we know it. Oh, we know it. 
Tokens big hit with Stuart WICH. We're talking about Sleepwalk a little while ago. This song is called Sleepwalk. Could put you to sleep. That's a little sleepy time song there. Great instrumental, one of the best. And it's called Sleepwalk. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. Uh, Stay awake with me. We'll get more tunes coming up. W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio. 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. Ned Lamont promised to cut property taxes by $700 a year. Instead, Connecticut property taxes have gone up. They are now the second highest in the country. 
Taxpayers are speaking out. Ned Lamont promised to lower taxes by $700. Instead, my property taxes are up $2,000. My property taxes are up $800 per year. Dot had to move out of her home because of Lamont's taxes. Ned Lamont's taxes have caused me to leave my home. Under Lamont, utility bills have skyrocketed. They're now the highest in the country. Listen to these folks from Waterbury. My utility bill has skyrocketed. My electrical bill was $400 a month. Now it's six sixty-seven a month. And Lamont raised taxes on food, hospitals, even teachers. Lamont is taxing food. Lamont raised taxes on teachers. One thing is for sure. We can't afford four more years of net Lamont. I'm Bob Stefanowski, candidate for governor, and I approve this message. Paid for by Bob for Governor, David Becker, Treasurer. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Hey, Phil's going to be with us right after the 1 o'clock news. And here's a lost vinyl by the Parliaments. It's called I Want to Testify. There's nobody in court yet.
Take the stand, but put it back. There you go. 1967, that was a hit for the Parliaments. Wasn't that a name of a cigarette, too? I just found this uh, really weird song in the vault, and I just wanted to play a little bit. It's done by Ukulele Ike. And I'm hearing it for the first time with you. You better hear some ukulele or we're going to ditch this. When you wish upon a star Sounds like the original, huh? Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires Will come to you If your heart is in your dream No request is too extreme when you wish upon a star as dreamers do fate is kind she brings to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret longing like a bolt out of the blue Suddenly it comes in view When you wish upon a star Your dreams come true I wish you would play the ukulele When a star is born They possess a gift or That's from Pinocchio One of them is this Every time he told a lie his nose got bigger and bigger and bigger like to see him in a debate. <laughs> All right. No ukulele there. I figured a guy with the nickname of Ukulele Ike. However, it's a pretty, pretty song from Pinocchio. I don't know if we can top the prettiness, but here's the mashed potato.
having mashed potatoes for lunch. All right. You should have something else with it. Dee Dee Sharp, Stu Breyer with you. W-I-C-H. Dee Dee was about 16 years old when she recorded that. Not a bad age to start a career. So let's uh, play an unusual song by Chubby Checker, who does a few impersonations. This is called The Class. the Twistmaster Chubby Checker with something a little bit different there. It's just called The Class. Dug that out for you today. Here's a smash by Clyde McFadder from the 50s. Does she love me with all her heart? Should I worry when we're apart? It's a lover's I'd like to know Does she need me as she pretends? Is this a game? Well then will I win? It's a lover's question I'd like to know feel just what I feel and how am I to know it's really real oh tell me where 
growing season at Science Federal Credit Union, and they want you to watch your money grow with their limited-time special share certificate offers. Earn a 3.00% annual percentage yield for 15 months, or a 2.50% annual percentage yield for 10 months. To open or learn more about these certificates, visit scientefcu.org or call 877-860-6928. Act now. Just like harvesting time, these special share certificates will be gone soon. Minimum balance to open each certificate and earn stated APY is $1,000. Maximum balance is $250,000. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. Rates effective September 9th through the 30th, 2022. Must qualify for membership. Science Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Well, Phil's right on time. He's going to be with us right after the news. Phil's clocks in repair. Phil Adams is here. I know you've been waiting for this interview. He uh, fixes all types of uh, clocks and watches and uh, cuckoos and grandfather clocks. And you can ask him any question you like. It's uh, nice to have a place like that around. It's on Main Street in Jewett City. So that'll be coming up right after the news. At one o'clock, let's uh, get in a little Stevie Nicks before that, huh?
Stevie Nicks with Tom Petty on that song. We're dragging my heart around. Let's uh, do a little news, and then we're looking forward to uh, talking with our friend here, Phil's from Phil's Clocks and Repair, Main Street in Jewett City, WICH 1310 Norwich, W233DB in Norwich, 5 FM. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Florida preparing for the possibility of a major hurricane. Julie Walker reports. The state keeping a cautious eye on Ian, expected to gain strength as it moves toward the Gulf, says the National Hurricane Center's John Cangelosi. We're actually forecasting what's called a major hurricane, which is Category 3 or stronger. So we have pretty good confidence that this is going to be quite a big deal. What we don't really know at this range is who's going to see the greatest impact. Governor Ron DeSantis declared a state of emergency. Make preparations now, and I know a lot of people have been doing it throughout the state of Florida, and the things that that you should be prepared with are things like food, water, batteries, medicine, fuel. President Biden has also declared an emergency and postponed his September 27th trip to Florida. I'm Julie Walker. Also at SRNews.com, the new president of the Federal Reserve of Boston says higher unemployment is the better pill needed to cure inflation. But Susan Collins is also suggesting that any economic downturn will likely be modest. In her first speech as Boston Fed president, Collins said the economy is resilient enough to withstand the higher interest rates necessary to fight inflation, which is running near a four-decade high. Her comments echo similar remarks from the president of the Atlanta Fed. Fed Chair Jerome Powell has also said that fighting inflation would cause pain for households and businesses. Rich Thomason reporting. A new White House initiative will allow consumers to see a more complete price of airline tickets before they buy them. It will prevent airlines from hiding the true cost of airline tickets and would help consumers save money up front. The Dow is down 210 points, the NASDAQ off 11. More at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. 39-year-old Michael Carneal, a Kentucky man who killed three fellow students and wounded five others when he was 14, will have to spend the rest of his life in prison without another opportunity to seek parole. The Kentucky Parole Board has voted. Continued trouble for Amazon. 
Federal regulators are ordering Amazon founder Jeff Bezos to testify in the government's investigation of Amazon Prime. The government rejected the company's complaint. Executives are being unfairly harassed in the probe of the popular streaming and shopping service. Federal Trade Commission issuing an order denying Amazon's request to cancel civil subpoenas sent to Bezos in June. Order also sets a deadline of January 20th for the completion of all testimony by Bezos and 16 other senior executives. Jason Walker reporting. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Well, I've been looking forward to this, and I know you are, too. We have a gentleman who's got that uh, fabulous clock shop in Jewett City on Main Street. And uh, he fixes them, and he fixes them good all types. So let's say hi to Phil. Hi, Phil. Welcome. How are we doing, Stu? Thank you. We're doing great. So how long have you had the uh, shop on Main Street? Well, we moved in the shop on Main Street uh, January of this year. We've been doing it out of the house for a long, long time, but we just moved in in January. So So your dad did it as well, and then uh, you picked up a lot from him. Yeah, I, he started the company when I was four, so it's it's been a long time. Can you fix just about any type of clock, watch, whatever? I haven't found a clock that I haven't been able to fix yet. That's remarkable <laughs> when you think of all the variety of uh, wristwatches and clocks and grandfather clocks and cuckoo clocks. It's amazing. One of the questions that our listeners want to know, a couple of people had uh, grandfather clocks that were not doing very well. And... Do you make house calls? Yeah, I uh, I come out to the house. We set up a uh, uh, time for me to come out, and I'll take a look at the clock. If it's something that I can't actually fix in the house, I'll mm-hmm. take the movement, which is the guts of the clock, the pendulum and the weights, bring it back to the shop, take it all apart, clean it up, redo what needs to be done, oil it, set it up, make sure it's running correctly and keeping correct time, then set up a time and bring it back out to the house, put it all back together. So you must have seen some very unusual items through your oh, career, yeah. huh? Yeah, quite a few. Uh, like we just had a... Uh, uh, young lady in uh, Norwich by uh, old French more beer from the 1700s that we had in the clock shop for a while that uh, we just sold to her, set it up in her house, came out real nice. So she brought one in to get fixed? No, she bought it from me. She bought it from you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you sell some oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, we and, got quite a few in the shop. You sell some and uh, people come in and buy any of your clocks and watches as well? Well, I don't carry watches. I have a couple on the mm. shelf that I've got here and there, but I don't really have a lot of watches. Mostly just clocks, wall clocks, grandfather clocks, mm-hmm. cuckoo clocks. I'm just getting into it with watches for a second. Is it very hard to get batteries for them? Um, it's it's not hard to get the batteries, but right now with uh, the problem with shipping, it takes a little while sometimes. So I try to keep on top of as many of them as I can so that I just keep on ordering if I start getting a little bit low so I have them when people bring in mm-hmm. the, the watches. So where do you find something like the one that you uh, sold? Uh, that's obvious. You said 1700s? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I like to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that one was uh, upstate New York at a big auction up there, big mansion that the been handed down to the children and the children didn't want anything to do with it so it goes up for auction so that's me traveling all over the place and i i find them where i can and if they're the right price i'll pick them up i've never bought one that works i always buy the ones that don't work so i can sit down and spend the time to fix whatever the problem is and then set it up yeah sure it's a little more reasonable if it doesn't work too yeah yeah that's that is remarkable so um 
If you're inundated, do you, you get help or you just all do it yourself? Just do it myself. It'd be nice to have Dad come up, but uh, he's too busy down in Virginia doing his own thing right now. He, uh, they moved out to California years ago, and that big fire that they had there took his house. Oh, God. So uh, he ended up moving to Virginia mm-hmm. and uh, figured he'd back. just re- retire there. And he, uh, he went out to breakfast one morning, and they were saying how there was a uh, cuckoo clock or a grandfather clock in the uh, town hall that wasn't working, and they couldn't find anybody to fix it. So he said, hey, I know how to fix clocks. And from that point on he was bombarded with people calling him so he opened up a shop down there and <laughs> you know 70 74 years old and he's still going hey, strong i was like you should just come up here and help me out some more <laughs> people are starving for this type of thing that's why i'm excited to uh, talk to you about it all right if you have a question for phil hi good good afternoon hey good afternoon phil i got a question from phil go ahead yeah phil uh years ago my Girl, old girlfriend, she had a, uh, it said made in Germany. It was a beautiful cuckoo clock inside of a birdhouse. And the chains and the pine cones were really heavy. We couldn't get it to work and ended up ditching it. But it said made in Germany. Are all cuckoo clocks made in Germany? No, not all cuckoo clocks are made in Germany. Some were made in Switzerland. Some were made in China, Japan. And uh, we had a couple of places in the U.S. that made them. But some of the really good quality ones were made in uh, G- Germany. Thank you. Hello, WICH. You can talk I have to a Phil. question for the gentleman. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, when I was younger, very young, I had a great aunt that had many, many clocks in our house. And they would all go off at the same time, you know, hour on the hour. And we thought it was a little ding daddy, you know. Yep. Uh, but I got news for you. I wish I had those clocks today because uh, I think that that'd be a heck of a good hobby to have collecting them. Now I'd like them to correct my memories. Do do you have uh, have you heard of clocks? I know they have chimes. Yep. Clocks have uh, when they go off hour, one hour a day, or anything like that. Do they have songs that they emit? Yeah, there's and there's plenty of, of yeah there's plenty of them out there that do that. There's uh, most they of the most popular ones are um, the grandfather yeah, clocks. Grandfather clocks sing to you too. Yeah, yeah. They some of them come with only one chime, but then there's other ones that come with multiple chimes, with the Westminster chimes, the old uh, popular ones that you'd hear from the churches. What makes a clock all of a sudden? It's not the correct time, but it's just a little off. Um, just the older it gets, it gets a little well, off. Or everything. A clock is a lot like a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have a car and you're not going to drive it until it goes into the ground you have to have it serviced and the oil changed and it has upkeep it has moving parts and a clock is exactly the same way it has oil that gets put in all of the pivots and the bushings and it has moving parts all the time so it has to be cleaned and serviced and get new oil put in there so most of the time if it hasn't been serviced for a while that means the oil's getting a little bit dirty gets a little bit stiffer so the clock starts slowing down or the clock will just stop completely so when you do get grandfather clocks in, and I've had a few guests that uh, have said they really would like to get their grandfather clocks fixed, um, what's usually the problem in those? Lack of service. Just lack of service? Lack of service. 90% of the clocks that I get into the shop don't really need a lot besides just a normal bring it in, service, take it apart, clean it up really good, put it back together, oil it, and get it going. A tune-up. Yep, just needs a tune-up, just like any car. Hi, <laughs> W-I-C-H. Hi, good afternoon. I'm just uh, 
coming in, and I didn't uh, find out whether or not he does watches as well. I do do some of the watches, only battery-operated right now. I don't do the wind-ups anymore. It's completely different tooling, and uh, I stopped doing that a few years back. But so you do, do you know some. anyone around that may do that? There's I have a tag on Yep, yeah, there's actually uh, a place in uh, um, Rhode Island on Reservoir Ave. Um, okay. If you give me a call at the shop when I'm open, uh, I actually have their number and everything set up there. If if I get clock, uh, watches in that are um, like really good and worth it, I'll send people there. Okay, I great. can give you the Phil's number now uh, so you can call him. Yeah, why don't you do that? That'd be great. It's a 401-207. 207, yeah. 2475. Two four seven five. All right, I appreciate it so very much. No problem. Yeah, great. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I've got a drawer full of uh, watches that are not working. Well, the the quartz ones are tough because you you have the battery die on them, and then you put the new battery in, and sometimes they just stop working, and you put the new battery in, and then then mm. it just doesn't work anymore because they're quartz. They're based on that little quartz crystal that goes inside of them. You have to send away for them, or they whoever no, you, you give just, it to. You get a new movement for the inside. You can't replace that little crystal mm-hmm. anymore. What if one of the uh, hands on the clock breaks? I can get them. You can get you can get hands. Some some of them are tough to get, but there's people in Germany. Like you go online and you can talk to some of the people in the uh, in the groups that I'm part of, and you can talk to them and see what they have for old stock. And most of the clock parts that I can still get, um, I can usually get within a few weeks. Do people just walk in the shop, look around, or they make appointments with you? How does that No, nope, just walk right in the shop. Just walk right in? Yep. Uh, Tuesday morning through Friday, I'm open 10 to 4. Saturday, I'm open 9 to 2. What's the most unusual clock that uh, has come in? Unusual <clears throat> clock that's come in? Um, I had a... Uh, the Morbier is probably one of the most unusual that people don't, don't see very often because it... it uh, it's very, very tall. It's about seven feet tall, and it looks like a uh, a nice slender grandfather clock as it comes down, and then it's got like this big <clears throat> belly on it for <clears throat> the pendulum to move back and forth. And uh, it's got um, the pendulum's made out of knocked tin where they press it, and then it's hand painted. So the French took a lot of time to hand do everything back in the 1700s, and just this one little piece of glass in the front and you see the uh, pendulum go through and then disappear and then go through and then disappear. Sounds so, remarkable. But it's so slow and methodic, you know. Uh, that that one, everybody walks in and they're looking at the cuckoo clocks because, of course, they make a lot of noise and they look different. But then you look over in that corner when I had it there before she purchased it and that always drew everybody's eye because it's, it's different than everything I had in the shop. Did you ever hear of Ruf- Rufus Rose from Water, um, Waterford? No. He was the uh, puppeteer on an old uh, show called Howdy Doody. Oh, yep. And uh, I interviewed him in his uh, shop. That's why I asked. And he, I've never seen so many clocks. He's passed on now, but I was just wondering if you had ever heard of him. He was a, one of the biggest clock collectors. Welcome to the program. Hey. Uh, uh, for Phil, uh, where's the shop located? It's uh, right in Jewett City uh, on Main Street. It's 57 Main Street across the street from the post office and the church. Did you hear him okay, sir? Okay, yeah, I can hear it right now. And his number is 401-207-2475? You got it. Okay, well, thank you very What's Phil's last name? Adams. Adams. 
Okay, thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Can you tell uh, people when they bring in a clock or something what the, what it may be the value of it? Chances are they want to bring it in to get it fixed. Yeah, we can usually sit down and figure it out. Sometimes you have to leave it with me because not all the clocks say the name of the clock on the front. you got to take it apart, take the movement out, and there's usually uh, something punched into it that will give you the serial number on the mm-hmm. movement. And you can look it up and find out the date and then find out how old it is and how rare it is and give them a roundabout number of what it's estimated at. You've probably seen everything. Most of them. <laughs> you and your dad. Hi, yeah. welcome. You're on the air. Yeah, I, I guess I just got the tail end of of a question I was going to ask. I have an old clock. I think it's, it's J-U-N-G-H-A-N-S. Jungens? Jungens, yes. That's a German clock. Yeah, and I've had it for a few years now. And I'm just curious. I can't quite tell what the date is. I think something's so 1913 on it, right? I don't know how else you would tell the date. Well, if you brought it into the shop, I can probably look it up and uh, take a look at the movement, and we can we can take some time to investigate it for you. Yeah, he can look it up for you and find out the value and what have it. Does it work okay? Yeah, well, okay. Well, thank you very much. Sounds no like problem. You, you know your stuff. Yeah, and if you need any uh, any help with getting it serviced sometime in the future, give us a call. Is there like a flat rate for cleaning and servicing, or is it depending on the clock? It depends on the clock. Okay. If you go on the uh, the website that we have, which is uh, philsclocksandrepair.com, you can actually see the uh, the rates that I have with the different types of clocks. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. Well, terrific. Sounds, sounds good. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi. Welcome to the program. I'd like to speak to Phil. Hello, Stu. Hello, Phil. Can How you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Sure can. All righty. Phil, a couple of questions. The easy one first. Did you know, I don't know how long you've been in business, did you know Henry Wolcott? Yes, I believe I know that that name. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just curious. He, of course, has passed away. Yes, yes. But uh, he was uh, quite the clockman, did a lot of work in New York and stuff. Um, Phil, I was wondering, I, you know, I grew up in an age when you had clocks in the house and they ticked, you know, tick-tock, tick-tock. Mm-hmm. Now everything's digital. Um <clears throat> Do you sell uh, used and reconditioned clocks? I'm looking for a clock that ticks. Almost every clock I have ticks. I don't have very many that are battery or um, uh, electric. Most of the clocks I sell actually are weight or spring-driven. Oh, nice. Do you have inexpensive ones? I'm, um, I have a few. fixed income. Absolutely, I have a few. We could walk you through all oh. the ones that I have on the shelves and uh, on the walls. Awesome. I'll have to come down and see you. Thank you very much. Sure, no problem. Okay. Thanks okay, for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Whoops, somebody didn't have time for us there, Phil. (laughs) If you'd like to uh, check in, go take a little break. We'll be back with Phil Adams. um, He'll fix your clock. And uh, he's never been stumped on one, so that's pretty remarkable. Let's take a little break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Personality Radio. Most from WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a breezy day today up to 73. Can't rule out a spot shower this afternoon or this evening early on. Tonight's low will be 53. A mostly sunny, pleasant day tomorrow, but another breezy one, high of 71. More sunshine on Wednesday with a chance for a spot shower and a high of 66. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Hey, we'll be right back with Phil Adams, and in just a moment, you can time me. 60 seconds. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. 
You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. Stu Breyer with you, Phil Adams, uh, who has the Phil's Clocks and Repair, 557A Main Street. Now, you're known as a... Homerologist. Horologist? Horologist. Horologist. Yes. Well, I learned something today. I was never aware of it. Horologist. Yep, it's a study of time, time pieces. Mm, that's remarkable. So you learned it all from your dad, or did yeah, you have to yeah. go to... All from dad. Timing school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, welcome to the program. Yeah, Stu, I just got a quick question for your guest. Sure. I mean, if, uh, if a customer should have, like, a very large clock they just can't bring into the shop, does he do house calls? Yes, I do. I'll come out to the house, and, uh, like, if it's a grandfather clock, I'll uh, I'll take the movement and the parts from inside of it out and uh, leave the actual clock there, work on the inside in the shop, and then bring it back and set it up for you. Oh, okay. How big is this clock? Uh, no, I was just, I was just asking. I have a, I have a neighbor that has a clock that's like about twelve feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh, twelve feet. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Thanks. Have clock will travel. You're on the yeah. air. Welcome. <laughs> yes. Hi. How we doing? Yes. Uh, yes. I would. I like to know what the days are open and what the hours are. To, to drop something off. Sure. We're open uh, Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Saturday, 9 to 2. Tuesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. 10 to, 10 to what again? 10 to 4. 10 to 4, and Saturday? 9 to 2. 9 to 2. Okay, very good. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. All right, sir. Thanks for calling. Hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Good afternoon. I'm Phil. How are we doing? You ever, have you ever fixed a Seth Thomas clock? Yes, I fixed plenty of Seth Thomas clocks. <laughs> oh, when when were they? It was during the seventeen hundreds, right? Yeah, I, I've I've worked on a few of the uh, seventeen eighteen hundred clocks. Oh, okay. I was just wondering how long he was um, built. He built clocks for. I, I understand he was one of the most famous clockmakers in uh, right, well, right in Connecticut, in Connecticut, and the yep. United States. Quite a few clockmakers were in Connecticut. Hmm. Oh, okay. So we were kind of a big Connecticut uh, his, historical. Yes. Yep. Connecticut yeah. was one of the largest. Oh, really? Yep. That's interesting. So, oh yeah, but I, I understand Seth Thomas was one of the most famous. Yeah, they're they're one of the most famous in in Connecticut. I even saw one on an old TV show. Yeah. The <laughs> Bonanza. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. You see a lot of old clocks on TV shows. Yeah, but it was uh, I remember there was a Seth Thomas one. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks thank you. for calling. In New York City, there's a lot of people who are selling, uh, well, this is mostly watches. And uh, what's the, the most expensive watch there is? Uh, is it still, I uh, can't think of the name. But 
Well, it, it all depends on the watch. There's some foreign watches that are pretty mean, high up there. You know, regular ones that are still being sold. Oh, like the Rolex is still Rolex, one of the top the Rolex, ones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How do you know if it's a fake? Now, I don't. I know you don't deal a lot with watches, but how would one know? You got to take them apart. Probably know it was a fake if they're selling it for five dollars yeah. in New York. <laughs> that might be an. You'd have to take the parts apart. They've gotten pretty good at most of them, but once you take the back apart, you can't. You can't mimic the inside movement mm-hmm. of one. Okay. It's great. Do you, are you a clock collector yourself? Oh, yeah. yeah. My wife doesn't like it as much when they all go off, but, yeah, I like to collect them. They all go off, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it wake you up every night? or? No, it, it doesn't bother me. It bothers my wife sometimes. I'll have a clock in the bedroom. We don't have them in the bedroom anymore because she can't sleep with the tick-tock, tick-tock all the time. But When I was growing up, the clock in my parents' room, and I, I, it was a kind of a big bedroom, and I was, had to sleep in there, too, because we lived in a small apartment. And we had, uh, I would love to get the, the tick-tock of that clock, because it would bring back so many memories. It's something I, I got used to, and if it wasn't ticking and talking, I couldn't sleep. Right, yeah, you get used to a certain get sound when it. you're going to sleep. But I've never heard another clock with the same... TikTok. Right, you'll have to come down, start listening to the ones I got Is in the it shop. Is tr- true that no TikToks are alike? Or? No, they're not. I could have, uh, like, I have three clocks that are identical sitting on a shelf, and the pendulums are set so that they keep exact time, but the pendulums don't go at the same speed. So it's all based on the machining of the movement inside. No kidding. So yeah. they're like, uh, they're like snowflakes. Like, none, are alike. <laughs> none are alike. Even if they make in the same factory and everything else? Nope. Everything else, it's all, all based on uh, the cutting of the uh, the uh, the gears and everything. That's fascinating. Yep, I'll have uh, I'll have two of the same grandfathers right next to each other, and the mm-hmm. pendulums don't exactly go exactly with the other one. You fix alarm clocks? Yep. Yes, I do. I hate when the alarm clock doesn't work, and uh, <laughs> I have to rush to work. Yeah, <laughs> that's remarkable. I'm learning so much here. Phil's clocks in repair. Phil is on Main Street, 57A Main Street in Jewett City. So you may um, be a little tired just coming back from Virginia. Yeah, we went down to Virginia. That's where Dad's shop is right now. Just mm-hmm. headed down there on Friday and came back. I wanted to hang out with him for a little bit and see how he's doing. He's uh, he's in the process of uh, setting up a small clock museum in that town in Bedford, Virginia, uh, about three stores down from where his actual clock shop is there. And... Uh, He's uh he's got some remarkable clocks in his shop right now. They they're just some clocks I haven't seen in years and he's just mm-hmm. he finds them and you're like, "Where the heck did you get that?" You, know? you, you think you're going to could get an extension on your shop and do a little uh, mini museum or something? I'd like to have a little bit bigger shop, but right now I'm kind of comfortable where I am. <laughs> so you got Mondays off. Yeah. All right, any last minute questions for Phil? Uh, we're glad to have him with us. I've been talking about you a lot here on the program. Oh, good. And good. People Thank have you. been calling. Uh, I want to make sure that you have his phone number and uh, tell people the easiest way to get there. It's uh, 401 207 2475, and it's 57 Main Street in uh, Jewett City, right across from the post office. You just got to remember if you've got an old mechanical clock, it's just like a car. You got to make sure that it's serviced and maintained. You may have an old clock in the attic. Imagine it must be frustrating when you hear somebody say, oh, I had that, I threw it away. Oh, it breaks my heart. I know what you mean. Uh, especially the old cuckoo clocks from like the, yeah. the early 1900s, and they're, oh, it was broken, and I threw it. 
even if the wood part is broken, I work on that too. I'll try to fix the case to the best of my ability and still have that nice timepiece put back up on the wall. Because it's not just a timepiece. These were really, really well-crafted uh, timepieces, but they're also art. So I, I like to bring it back to the way it used to be. Make it look like it did when you have that memory of the clock at grandma's house or something, you know? Which one were you the most frustrated with? Cuckoo clocks. Cuckoo there's, clock. a, there's a couple of the... A couple of them that were worth... Quite a bit. Yeah, well, you, you've got people who they've fallen off the wall one, oh, two, yeah. three, four times, and they glue them back together, and they're not quite put back together right. So you get them in the shop, and everything's mangled and messed up, so you're going to put it back together, but the piece that they already glued once isn't the way it's supposed to be. So you got to kind of pull it apart, remove the glue that they used, and then reset the whole thing, put it back together, and then you got to work on the inside, make sure that the movement still works, and get it all up and running. That's probably the best part of the job, though, is hanging it on the wall and being like, there, there it is. That, that's what it's supposed to do. So how do you uh, you and your wife get along with all these clocks? I mean, uh, Well, they're in the shop most of the time, so, the shop. so she's oh, okay. happy about that. So she gets a little rest. <laughs> well, she comes to the shop. She likes to uh, crochet and stuff and sit mm-hmm. there and help me out. She likes to organize and decorate a little bit. So when you come into the shop and there's a woman in there, that's usually uh, my wife sitting there with a with a blanket on her lap crocheting or my mom still stops down and gives me a hand every once in a while if I've got service calls she'll watch the shop and take calls and I'll go out and take care of the service calls see if we can get another call in for uh, Phil here at WICH hi how we doing hi um do you have a guest on yeah we're uh, I've got um Phil from clocks and repair oh because I'm calling about Marvin Cerudos you can call um, uh in about 10 to 15 minutes okay, okay. bye so, it's a pleasure to see you. Thank you. I and appreciate I, you I having have, me on. I'm uh, glad that you're with us at WICH because I've been getting a lot of calls off the air and on the air. It's been pretty surprising. Um, well, we've always had it out of the house for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we moved and I opened up the shop, I expected it to be kind of like what I had going on in the house. And I was, a, uh, I was an inspector at EB, and I was just doing my clocks on the side. And... Um, we opened up the shop and I, I couldn't even stay. Could not stay at EB, so I left EB and I'm doing this full time because I, I couldn't even keep up to the clocks that were coming in the door once we opened. It's, it's very unique. Yep, it got busy. Surprised so, me a bit. Well, <laughs> you're the guy that knows. I want you to tell your dad that he can hear this interview because we put this uh, show on a podcast. Oh, good, good. So I think he would be... Uh, proud of your radio abilities here yeah i I hope he is i think uh he calls me we call each other every day oh good we still talk back and forth and you know even even at his age he'll open up a clock and be like hell man i gotta call somebody so he called me up and hey have you ever seen this and i call him more about that sometimes than he calls me but we still shoot it back and forth that's great troubleshoot together it's pretty good so later this afternoon you can go to wich.com or he can and Look to Stu's podcast, and he'll be able to hear it. Oh, good, good. That's great. Great to see you. You too, you too. And uh, good luck. Thank you, I appreciate it. Glad you're around. Awesome. Because we need you. These clocks that don't work. Yeah, not very many people do it anymore. It's frustrating, I know. It's a dying art. Well, I'm glad you're there. Thank you. See you, Phil. All right, thank you. WICH, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, some open forum here. WICHAM1310. Thanks for all the calls, and I know a lot of people will be happy to get their clocks working again.
care. Go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. Chiro Scanning transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel negative slides, and so much more. Join Stu and Chiro Scanning at the radio station, 40 Kuprak Road, on Tuesday, September 27th, from 10 a.m. to noon. Bring your media; they'll take care of the rest. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All right, WICH, we have time, speaking of time, for many of your phone calls. Thanks for all your calls. Very interesting questions. And uh, I'm with you. I like the TikTok a lot of clocks don't tick-tock anymore. <laughs> they don't talk anymore. Maybe a little tick, but not a talk. Anywho, we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow because uh, that's the big 10th anniversary of Charter Oak Scanning. Chance for you to take some of your old films, pictures, and get them rejuvenated so we can enjoy them again. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I'm glad I called Phil because, you know, that clock Laura had, she's German and Irish, and that was her grandmother's. I did my best to try to fix it. I got it running, but I didn't know how to adjust it. The thing was going, it actually was cuckoo. But it was a painted, beautiful, it looks like a a seven-inch square with a nice peak, hand-painted, This and it was hand-carved cuckoo. It was a beautiful clock, and and she just said, all right, we'll just throw it away. And you hear what he said? That breaks my heart when people do that. Yeah, but who knew, coo- you know? You mentioned the cuckoo clock, not huh? too many people around that do that type of thing, but you said it was a grandmother clock. No, no, no. It was a cuckoo clock, but it was Laura's grandmother's. It, it was oh, okay. old, in yeah. other words. Probably 1900s. wonder why they just have grandfather clocks and not grandmother clocks. Hmm? No, this was a cuckoo clock. I know this was a cuckoo, but I was just thinking <laughs> of the other thing. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I don't know why. I guess because granddaddy or grandfather, grandfather, granddaddy, I mean, yeah, you're right. That You should have asked them that question, Stu. We will all know. Just, just <laughs> popped into my head. All right, yeah, Joey, thank you. something else, man. You make everybody laugh. You're great. I love you, Stu. Talk to you later. Hey, buddy. Grandmother clocks. Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck 12. The mouse found down. Did he fall down? I, yeah, okay. That would be scary to see a mouse going up your clock. Hey, we got plenty of time for calls, 889-5252. And don't forget to join us tomorrow in the parking lot of WICH. The end of Cooprack Road. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. No, I should have asked him how long mechanical clocks have been around. Okay, well, I don't have the answer, so... But you know what? I feel so bad because I remember when I was little, um, I broke my aunt's grandfather clock. Mm-hmm. Me and my my cousin and I were messing around in Uh-oh. the living room. You tried to climb uh, it? Uh, no, <laughs> not a mouse. Um, <laughs> no, we were mess- fooling around in the living room, and I hit the clock and knocked the top off. Mm-hmm. That Boy, was it. It was everybody mad at me, and I don't blame them. But well, it was an accident. We forgive you. Yeah, thank you. So but, let go um, of the clock. I, that was really interesting. That was a really interesting conversation. I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to check out the shop soon. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Uh, you had an er- a call earlier today that I heard while I was driving around, and the caller made some interesting points that I went home and did some research on, and I thought it might be interesting Yeah. to tell you what I learned. The, the caller said, I was talking about digging up water mains in um, the part of the uh, uh, project. To the replace. roundabout area? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, it's an added cost to do this, and it's going to end up costing a lot more than it should. And you said they're going to have to do it someday anyway, and I totally agree with you. Um, if you need to, if you're going to have to replace those pipes, and if you can get the funding together, which is the hard part, the right thing is to do it when they're exposed, right? Definitely. But sure. you also said Norwich's water comes from Deep River, and I thought that was interesting, being as Deep River's on the other side of the Connecticut River. So I looked it up, and he's right. Uh, in a way, Norwich has two reservoirs. One is the Deep, Wa- Deep River Reservoir. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yes, it I have. around yes. seven miles west of Norwich. Mm-hmm. It's in the boundaries of Colchester. I'd never heard of it before. And uh, another one is in Montville. And he talked kind of fast. It was kind of hard to keep up with him, but he was talking about, uh, I think, climate change and um, how the Earth is closest to the sun right now that it's going to be in 100 years. He mentioned 100 years. And the Earth is on an elliptical course around the sun, and it gets more or less elliptical as part of the process that's causing, they believe, uh, Ice Age. And right now, the orbit is pretty circular, so that's not a factor much in what we're seeing as far as any possible changes we're going to be seeing due to that because it's, it's, uh, it's not an extreme ellipse. So we're not going to get much colder at the far end of it. Hmm. But there are many causes, believed for ice ages, and as a matter of fact, the experts say we are in the middle of an ice age right now, but each ice age has glaciation periods when the ice comes down and then it recedes and it comes down and recedes. And right now the experts say we are in one of the periods between glaciations, but it's all one big ice age, and it all takes millions and millions of years uh, to take place before the Ice Age ends. So let me ask your opinion on this. Do you think global warming is uh, cyclical or it's uh, really uh, something that we have no control over? If you're talking about the, uh, the natural effect of the Earth's orbit changing and its tilt changing and its wobbling on its axis, uh, you also blame other things like the change in the continents and the change and the CO2 levels due to natural things, that is cyclical. What, what's happening now that's being blamed on human intervention, human activity, the, the reason for the concern is the change in temperature is much quicker over the last global temperature, over the last 100 years or so, than anything you can say is natural because natural processes take hundreds of thousands to millions of years. But there is, they are starting to get some evidence that there are more rapid changes in natural temperature causes for temperature change in the Earth. And this indeed may be what we're seeing now, but they are nowhere close to proving that. They're just starting to see some evidence of that. Well, I appreciate uh, 
yeah. your information. Very interesting. He did say something. One more, one more thing, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, he was talking about um, corporations signing on to the democratic agenda for global, you know, fighting global warming and all that. I think he said that. And it was, he talked very fast, so it wasn't very clear. But um, he's right in the way in that corporations are acting in their best interest to advertise to the younger generation. There's no doubt about that. The younger generation around, many of them are all fired up about what they see as human activity causing global warming. But, for example, the car companies pushing electric cars, that's in their self-interest. Not only is the government causing it because of regulations on pollution, but the automakers, and this is the Wall Street Journal, which I think he mentioned, automakers love electric cars because they take less labor to build, and they are simpler to assemble. They love it. Well, it's a big political issue, that's for sure. Not political. It's their profit, their mm-hmm. bottom line. Sure. They're pushing electric because it doesn't need a transmission, which has hundreds of parts, doesn't need a differential, it doesn't need lots of things. It's a much simpler car, less labor. That's what it's all about. Anyway, thanks for letting me. Oh, glad you called. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Hi, good afternoon to you. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. It doesn't need, but one thing it does need is electricity. And if you don't have it because of a hurricane, you're walking. But uh, grand, grandfather, grandmother's clocks, what I understand about grandmother's clocks, they're shorter than a grandfather. Well, usually that's how Tinier, it is. yeah. What I was going to say, <laughs> well, a little update, the trooper that got hit by the wrong way driver, it happened on I-84 in Southbury. Mm-hmm. And get this, they keep saying this. Um, yeah, he had a driver's permit, and I know they give them out. That is verified by my friend, um, and that he was also drunk. Now, if you have a driver's permit, I thought you were supposed to have another person who is an actual driver in a vehicle with you, but I guess not. I thought that was just for uh, younger people. I don't know how old this guy was. Or... Well, he is 34 years old, and he had a driver's permit, and he was drunk. And he was going the wrong way, and he hit the cop. And I'm thinking to myself, read between the lines what they're trying to say. These driver's permits, I'm telling you, 20 people dead already on the roads in Connecticut because of wrong-way drivers. And, um, oh, West Main Street. Now, I don't care to go into cities at all. I will stay out of them if I don't have to go in. That is the economic hub of Norwich, if I know anything about shopping and and going to restaurants in Norwich. Now, even ShopRite's over there and everything. Hey, I used to work at Wom's. That was right there once. But there's a lot of restaurants on that world right there. And if they start digging it up, she said the streets would be shut down. It's like... It's going to be chaos. Yeah, and so you know what? For everybody out there, simple, simple solution. What is it, Sue? And then i got to run. Lamont is out in in November. Get Stefanowski in there and all of these cockamamie programs that they want to do, and it's going to hurt Norwich bad economically. He will 
cancel them, okay. I believe. Enjoy the day, Sue. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. I'm calling about Marvin Saluto. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> um, from 10 to 12 on Friday at W-O-Y-A-S-Z, Woyaz and Son Funeral Home on Central Avenue in Greenville. There's going to be a service. And then at noontime at St. Patrick's in Norwich. Okay. Um, well, is there, somebody said there's going to be an obituary in the paper this week. I'm not sure about that. I just spoke to his family mm-hmm. at, like, noontime, and this is what they told me. Okay. Give uh, my best to the, his family. and. Um... Yes, I told Gregory, which is his brother, Gregory, mm-hmm. and his mother, and I just call him Mrs. Ciruto. I told him that I was praying for them because I knew Marvin, and he called your show and another local Well, thanks for that information, because we've been waiting for some information, and I appreciate it. Okay, bye. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, I'm thinking, um, okay, I, um, so tomorrow you're having the clock thing, and I'm thinking my sister doesn't uh, need fixing. Excuse me? My ticker doesn't need fixing. I'm still alive today. But I do have a sleigh um, clock um, on the wall uh, from Gorin's that's not working. But that's okay as long as I'm still living. So, All right. I, so I, I, um, you can get it fixed if you want at uh, Phil's place. Well, I did once with uh, somebody in Norwich. I think he passed the passed away his first mm-hmm. name was Paul I think but um we do have a lot of cuckoos out there that probably need fixing yes I get the pun <laughs> okay um the uh the other thing is great show um oh about electric cars and whatnot I watched a program where they want to replace the old vintage cars like what everybody treasures, right? The antiques and whatnot. I'm not going to replace, replace them. them with uh, <clears throat> engines that are electrical run. Well, that's only so, up to the person that owns them if they want to do that. Well, you know, Christine with her Ford, mm-hmm. um, because they don't want gasoline anymore. In fact, they're even talking about replacing. Uh, gas fire things, your furnace, your stove, and whatnot. Um, so, you know, I, I happen to see that, like, they have an engine to replace in those old vintage cars. What they come up with from MPU, I have no idea, but that's down the road. Okay, have safe drive. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Hello, WICH. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Yes, sir, Lawrence. I'll stop up and see you tomorrow. Good. Be good to see you. So, listen, um, the stock market's down another 400 points today. Ooh, it's man. almost in a 28,000-point range. It's brutal. Say what you want to say about Trump. He got the stock market up to 36,000 points, and it's pathetic that it's down under 29,000 almost. This is bear market. This is people who don't understand the stock market. There's people in their 60s and 70s who are retired right now that put their money in a portfolio in the stock market 
depending on that money for their retirement. So once again, this pathetic idiot in Washington uh, has destroyed something that these people worked hard for their whole life and hoping to make a few bucks to retire comfortably until they die. And this is what he's done to the stock market, along with everything else that he's touched since he became president 19 months ago. Well, I hope it rallies for the sake of all these people. I don't want them losing their savings. So They already lost their savings. They lost everything. People who had 100000 or $200,000 in, in a portfolio in the stock market is gone. It's gone. There's been $3 trillion lost in the stock market in the last three months total. I know a lot of people don't understand the stock market, but when people um, don't have a pension, uh, they, they invest in portfolios with, with hedge fund uh, mm-hmm. people, and this is where they depend on their retirement when they retire. Now, people who aren't retired yet and, and, and got money in there, they're hoping, of course, that the stock market is going to come back by the time that they retire. But how about the ones that are already, uh, they lost all this money, that are retired and don't have any other income? coming in from anywhere else. Well, it's certainly this heartbreaking stuff. what he did to, to, to the stock market. So you can't go from 36,000 points down to 29,000 points in this amount of time like this without, without uh, the Washington, D.C. screwing everything up. Okay, Larry, have a peaceful, nice day. I'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Listen, I know people, absolutely know people, that when they talk about Donald Trump, the veins pop out of their head. They get all red in the face because they dislike him so much. And there have been times when I have felt that way about him. Only thing is I know, when he was in office, American people were better off. And that's... I don't think anybody can have a, another thought than that because we were. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, hey, open topic? Yes, sir. Oh, good. Um, I've been lately, I, I, I ran out of material a long time ago, so if something irks me when I'm making the call to you, uh, I talk about it and I try to expand on something new, almost like the improvisation kind of thing. Okay. And when I was dial not dialing, I was pressing the numbers on the cell phone keypad, and there was a little house fly, a tiny one that got in the house. And it made me think about this time of the year when it's just starting to get cold. A lot of uh, insects, especially houseflies, um, try to sneak in the house so they can survive mm-hmm. without becoming dormant all winter. Yeah. And sometimes people have a fly in the house, the same fly for three weeks, and then they know it because it's the only one. And it's almost like a pet. Um, so anyway, <laughs> if anybody else or you have anything uh, to weigh in about that, I just wanted to... Uh, uh, put that in if you, if you have a song about flies either. Song about flies. Well, there's a song that uh, Chumby Checker did called The Fly. Yeah, and there's Superfly. I heard I think that's a song. Superfly. I heard it on one of those. So what you got to do, what you got to do in your spare time is knit a little sweater to the fly, send it out so it can stay in the cold and not come in your house. Yeah, well that would serve both purposes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to start knitting. All right, thank you. Bye now. Hello, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello, I'm here. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a comment about the stock market. Sure. Um, uh, it seems to me like uh, everybody should know 
the plan the stock market is like a gamble. And uh, we've always been told that, you know, it'll go up, but then there'll be a correction, and it'll come down. So I think people who have invested all their money in the stock market are, are foolish. I think they should, you know, like they say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's definitely gambling. Definitely. Right. So for a while, of course, I was wishing I had more money in it, <laughs> and now it's going down. But I think most of these people who invested their savings have still made out because, you know, the increase is just out of sight. The thing with the stock market, and you know as well as I do, when it when you're really going, you're really riding high, you don't know when to hold them and when to fold them. Right. And um, that's, you gamble, well, let's give it another week, or let's let's get out now, and mm-hmm. then you have that horrible feeling when it still goes up, and it's not but comfortable. do you remember when it hit 10,000, and everybody was so amazed? Oh, yeah, it was breaking all records. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, what, 30,000? So, you know, it, it is time for it to come down, I would say. I have no idea how it works, but it seems like that's what I've been taught. All right. We'll have to watch our gambling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank Bye-bye. You. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, I call, I'm calling about term limits. Uh, it's nothing personal to any politician. Uh, I think all politicians should have term limits because if you see the damage that Joe Biden has done to this country in just one year, it's very scary to think what the next three years are going to be like. And, but it's nothing personal against uh, Senator Austin or anything like that. Um, I, she's a politician, and, and as far as today, she, she danced around a, a few of the uh, questions, didn't give any direct answers. But I can remember when she called your show about a year ago, and you asked about the, the woke stuff going on in schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember. You never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was uh, not a good answer to give because at that time it was all over the news, all over the place. It was one of the biggest things. But um, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to vote for Rocky, um, and it's nothing personal against her. She's done a lot for for this area, but it's just just got to do with term limits. and and We don't need, need people in office anywhere more than 20 years. We, we, we really don't. But I'll still say one thing. Her father made the best French fries you ever want to eat in your life. Oh, my goodness. Over, yeah, I remember over, it, the, he had a place in the uh, in the bowling alley, right? That's right. Big Jimmy's name, his name Jimmy, was. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy in the bowling alley. I Believe me, I yeah. had a lot of fries there. <laughs> and one more short thing, Stu. Yes. I, I was going down Route 72 in New Britain one, uh, one day, and, I, and then there was a car coming... Uh, directly at us going the wrong way on the street. Let me tell you something. It, it was so scary to even see. But the police surrounded her, the state police. It was an elderly woman. She evidently didn't know who she was or she took a wrong turn. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, this gentleman, if he was drunk and had a driver's permit, he should never be allowed to have a license in the state of Connecticut for the rest of his life. Well, I'm with you, kiddo. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Hello, welcome to the program. 
So they say that the sun is getting closer to the earth, so stock up on sunblock 5,000. We'll be all looking like a snowman. Don't worry, it takes a while to get closer. Everybody has their own point of view on that. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good afternoon, Sue. This is J.R. How are you? J.R., good to hear from you. What's up? Yeah, well, I've been listening to some of the comments. All I want to say is one thing. Uh, stock market, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, state government, all I want to say is one thing. What? I have two 275-gallon tanks for my oil in my house. Last year, I could only afford to fill one. This year, I decided because the price is not going to come down, no matter what anybody says. So I filled them both. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I filled them both. It cost me about 400 and some odd change. Uh-oh. This year, it cost me almost $1,600. That's in two years. 1500 and I forgot what the rest of the amount is. That's just to give you an idea what's going on. And the uh, second thing I'll say about that, that we should be asking what's going on, and that's the simple fact that diesel fuel, which takes not half as, I won't say that, I can't say that, but it doesn't take as much refining as gasoline in our cars, and yet it's so much more. Businesses are closing down, farms are closing down because they cannot afford the diesel fuel price. Something's wrong with that picture, Stu. Because it costs so much, people are still going to be kind of cold in their house because uh, they're not going to want the heat, uh, heating bills. Yeah. So it's a- I mean, they want to control. When I say they, I don't know who that is. It's much larger businesses than you, you and I can imagine that control the drugs. They control all the different things in this country. It's very easy to find out. But basically, it's very complicated how they nourish Washington in and, and, and all kinds of ways. But basically, they want to control this public. There's way too many things that are done in Washington that they should be, do, be done in our own states. I'm glad you called, JR. Keep in touch. Yeah. Sorry Thank for you. that big bill. Okay, buddy. Okay, tomorrow... Between 10 and 12, and then uh, the regular show follows that. We're going to be in the parking lot of WICH at the end of Kuprak Road. And we'll be with a gentleman who's got this marvelous place, Charter Oak Scanning. 10th anniversary. Boy, they have done a lot of work with tapes and uh, CDs and whatever, making things look brand new again. They're going to be uh, receiving all of your media to digitize, including pictures. They transfer videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, documents, scrapbooks. Bring them back to life. Restoration of old photo prints. Data transfer from floppy disks. They'll do it, whatever is convenient for you. Charter Oak Scanning is celebrating their 10th anniversary this month. All the work is done on location in Stonington. So no worries about mailing your items when you give them the items here at WICH. They will bring it back to Stonington. And then, when they're done, they will deliver. How sweet is that? Be ready with your new pictures and video in time for Christmas. That'll be a great gift. The gift of precious memories. 
I'm going to give him some of my old tapes, too, from 1812. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. to noon, 40 Cooprack Road. No appointment needed. Show up with your media, and Charter Oak Scanning will take care of the rest or come by and ask some questions. They are in the Velvet Mill. Hmm. Wow, we had a lot going on today. Thank you for being with us. And it was a pleasure to meet the gentleman who has Phil's Clocks in Repair. Guess he's the best around. He never found a clock he didn't like or couldn't fix. Phil Adams, 557A Main Street in Jewett City. Or you can give him a call at... Put on the glasses... 407-201-207-2475. Come on in, kids. We do have time for you. I wouldn't let you down. Here we go. Whoops. They just left the building. <laughs> Sorry. The kids will be back tomorrow. WICHAM 1310, 